What's up, everybody? Welcome to PSI Love You XOXO, episode 46. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the best beard in the business, Marty Sleeper. Greg, it is an honor to be here. It's an honor to be here with it's, you, good This sir. is our first handshake. Is I'm, it? A little, I'm a little clammy. Why? I was, What's I was, wrong? I was just, I, I squeezed my <laughs> you're, fist. You're, <laughs> just, you're the Uber just here with <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to go on this Traffic. show. Uh, no, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Of course, Marty, you're from IGN.com, yes. Podcast Beyond. Yeah, you yeah, we worked work. together for uh, many years. We did. You, you and Colin graciously bequeathed beyond to right. myself and the, our weird ragtag yep. bunch of fools. Brian was on here two weeks ago. Brian Alfano, yeah, 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 yeah. But now we've brought you on because yes. we're bequeathing this show to you. Yeah, there's a lot of queefing we're going starting, on. There's tons of queefing. <laughs> it's nonstop queefing happening around here. We're f- fading back in. You can yeah. start bringing in your ragtag to run this show as well. I love this. I love this. No, of course, Colin Moriarty in Massachusetts. Yeah. Real America, quote unquote, as he says. That's real America? Uh, according. To, well, Colin likes to be... I don't know. Have you, I don't know if you know this. The new thing is that we finally uncovered Colin's power and it's the power of lies. <laughs> where he just lies about everything and people sure. rarely question him on it or whatever. Well, because he's like a man of like of, of ethics and morals and like you you imagine that so. he's like you'd like to that. think he's that those things, sure. But yeah. I mean, really, you know, he sits around and talks about how great New York is yeah. and how much you know, Boston sucked or whatever. And then he lived in Boston. He was already uh, I have to you, live there. You can't love those two things exactly. Like, and, but exclusive. now it's now he's just, now it's one of those things. He talks all this you know shit about San Francisco, yeah. and so he just calls everything back there the re- real America. The East Coast is real America. And so now like he this. just conveniently puts Boston into that, even though he had no love for Boston. For also, like real America is the Midwest. That's the heartland. Exactly. Yeah, that's where real America Abe is. Abe Lincoln. Come yeah. on now. That's, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, chopped Salt down. to the earth people we call. He chopped down the chestnut tree. No, no, no. It was one of them. Yeah, the cherry tree was George Washington. But a cherry is just a sweet chestnut. That was George Washington? Yeah. All right. Well, remember, you couldn't tell a lie. And then he yeah, but that was one of his tree. lies. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's, he's going to tell it. He told he like messed up immediately. Yeah. Right. She was dead. He's like, I'm sorry, Dad. I chopped down the cherry tree. Oh, that was a, back yeah. then. That would probably was like the cash crop of his dad's thing. Yeah. Do you imagine Colin's going to listen to this and just literally be dying on the inside of our bastardization of American I have history? to imagine just like when I speak, Colin doesn't listen. Sure. So I can't imagine he's going out of his way to sure. go watch these he episodes. He doesn't seem like a guy listens to podcasts. Usually what happens mm-hmm. is that one of these kids out there rats us out when he says something oh, and tells Colin and don't then Colin just reads about it in a twi- Twitter form and thinks he knows everything. Yeah. He reads. Tra- he doesn't like listening or watching podcasts, but he does read the transcripts, which exactly. is a really weird exactly. thing to do. No. Yeah. Well, I think that's that's on the list of Colin weirdness. I don't know if that's even the top 20. That's how I uh, serial season one. I read as a screenplay. Oh, very interesting. Yeah. That's a smart way to yeah. do it. Yeah, Turns yeah, out Adnan might yeah. have done it. What did you call when you were reading it? Did you get it? His name was Adnan. I thought it was added a Dandon. <laughs> a Dandon Saeed. Oh my gosh. This Heyman. Hyman Lee. <laughs> Jeez. This is a PlayStation podcast. Oh, we, we don't. Don't trust me. Yeah. yeah. Colin, you know, last week opened up talking about poops again. So we're to back yeah. to the classic. Beyond. Yeah, I took a real good dunk. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Proud of that boy. Ooh. Yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah, he did. And I was surprised by the number of you podcast uh, listeners who hit us up to say yes they you were also taking a poop when Colin was talking about yeah poop. that's that's inception of poop, poop yeah inception. I get I get worried like every once in a while I'll be listening to a podcast and I'll run into the person from the podcast I mean granted it's like the comedy button and so while like, you're listening to I'll it? like listen to it and I'll run to Max on the train I'm like, ah, that's weird I don't like yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah I like how I was like saying a podcast like it'd be really weird to be listening to serial and run into to Sarah Koenig exactly I also yeah. don't know what she looks like so. no that's the trouble but yeah. she'd start talking you'd know yeah it's like Anna Sale with death sex and money I'd lose my mind if I ran into her but, but I only have a vague death. recollection of what she looks like yeah. I don't know if I she's can got three it. forms the death form the sex form and the money form <laughs> <laughs> I like the money form the best yeah. um you're talking about that two stories that we've mm-hmm. never talked about in person I don't think okay the time I was in LA doing a shoot and I got in I went to a comic shop and then an uber pulled up and I got in the back and the guy turned around and looked at me and then said something. And I was like, what? And then he turned up the radio and he was listening to the Game Over Greggy show. That is so And I was like, that's weird. insane. What are you talking also, about? Also, it would be so weird to get into someone's Uber 
and hear like a podcast. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, I think that's yeah. why he turned it down, right? Down. He was picking people yeah. up. He didn't want to worry yeah. about it or whatever. That's fucked yeah. up. That's real cool. Yeah. And then the other one was last night I went to the uh, uh, Weezer show yeah. with the Panic at the Disco as well. And I saw, didn't someone, wasn't someone sitting right next to you literally, wearing the I exact walk, same shirt? I, me and my best friend Poe walked down the line, turned into our row, and yeah. literally the guy next to me is wearing the exact same kind of funny <laughs> shirt and he just lost his mind. Josh. That's so cool. What up, Josh? It was Shout awesome. A whole bunch of kids there were that's really awesome. cool. Yeah. Big fans. Uh, Marty, when we're not BSing, having the fun here when we mm-hmm. start uh, PSL of UXO. We like to talk about what we're playing. Yeah. You and I hit, hit it off on the text thread today. Yes. We've yes. both been playing different games. What yes. have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing... This goes up tomorrow morning at 9, right? right. Uh, so I've been playing Abzu. Which is out today on the Which PSN. is out today. Yeah, yeah. Embargo's up. Uh, Abzu's uh, the game by uh, Giant Squid, which are uh, Matt Nava, who is former... Uh, that game company, working okay. on Flower and Journey. Yeah, yeah. Um, very much feels like a spiritual successor to Flower, especially. Okay. okay. You are this underwater diver, and it's uh, the, the 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 sea is filled with all types of like actual real marine life, like squids and fish, sure. and eels, sharks. Um, the swimming mechanic is beautiful. It's probably my favorite swimming mechanic, maybe in a game ever. Oh wow! Um, and it really has that flower feel, and even Journey to an extent, to where uh, you play it with headphones and incredible score, and and it just sort of is this like meditative experience, yeah, therapeutic. Yeah, yeah, okay. short game, like two and a half hours or okay. so. Um, but really, really fantastic. And that's one of the uh, summer summer play games. Is yep. that what this thing's called? So that's the this is the second of right. which it was Headlander, this Brutal, Brutal coming and up, then yeah. uh, Bound. Okay. Bound is also cool. I can't, okay. I can't talk too much about that, but Bound's very cool. That's cool. Um, yeah, Abzu's really good. Um, yeah, anyone, if if, if uh, Flower or Journey are your things, uh, you should play this game. An incredible little uh, two and a half hours that uh, one of my favorite experiences of the year. It's been a real good year for games. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's been a great year so far. Yeah, it's that's been good for thing. like, it's been amazing for indies with like The Witness and Oxenfree and Firewatch, but it's yeah. also been... I mean, we had Uncharted and Quantum Break and Dark Souls and Ratchet. Yeah, it, we, there's been a lot of AAA stuff. There's yep. been a, a balance this year yeah. between the indies and the AAA. No good Nintendo things. And Pokemon Go, but that doesn't really count. No, that, that doesn't count. What, uh, I should say what I was going to say. What do you think about this NX? But let me tell you, these people are excited about NX. They're writing into this show about NX, <laughs> making a bunch of PlayStation ties. So <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, okay, yeah sure. totally. I'm okay. down for these conversations. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing Overcooked. Okay. Overcooked, we read the trophies not too long ago here, mm-hmm. and then we knew it was coming up. It's out this week as well, another downloadable game. Uh, it's a co-op or competitive cooking game, mm-hmm. and it's totally awesome. It's and it's like competitive it's a cooking game. I it's a it, it's a it's similar to a taco master or a diner okay. dash or one of those games where you're working against the clock. How many t- can you get these orders? Right. Yeah. Can you do all this different stuff? But you're working with your, your friend. I'm play- I played uh, co- cooperative. You're wor- I was working with Poe, my friend, local mm-hmm. co-op running around. It's up to four players uh, where, yeah, you know, like the orders are up here. There's little timers running down on them and it's, you know, you have to make onion soups. So you have to run over there and get the onion and put it in the, gotcha. oh, in the but like, you have to worry about them burning. And then if it's like hamburgers, you have to get the steak and you, you like pound it out and the mallet <sighs> into the patty and then get it on the yeah. grill and you have to worry about it burning, do all this different stuff. What does it look like? Like I'm literally- It looks cartoony. Okay. Is it like top down? Uh, I mean like, like isometric a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Like that's, that's like your, your okay, gotcha, or whatever, gotcha. right? So yeah, I 2.5, whatever yeah, you want to call yeah. it. There's depth, but yeah. no, you know, it's not that, but what's interesting about it and what puts a different spin on it is the fact that like, cause it, it'd be fun no matter what of like, or not fun no matter what, but it would be interesting no matter what if they just changed like the layout of the level. So yeah. like you start off and it's okay. You got to wash the dishes before you can put the dishes back out. So you need to do that. And you're running around doing all this stuff, but then they start doing things where it's like, okay, now 
everything's you, there's just like a one square path around this uh, square. Oh, so you can't and you can't run through each other. You bounce off. So you have to be communicating about where you're going, what's I going, mean, and I'm gonna I'm gonna work counterclockwise. You do this. Yeah. Although the game's obviously cartoony and yeah. arcadey, it's really interesting because that's how actual kitchens work. Sure. Like and that's yeah. how anytime you go into someone else's kitchen, whether it's in a restaurant or whether it's in someone's house, like you need to acclimate yourself a little right. bit. Like nothing feels as familiar as your own kitchen. And yeah. So I really like that idea of taking that sort of abstract sensation and putting it into a game. And it's, it's and then it starts getting, I feel, into like a gang beast territory where sure. like there's like levels where you're on uh, a food truck or two for food trucks and they separate. So you have to like hop between different trucks because okay, like you this. can cook over here, you can fry over here, but yeah. like you can only get orders out over there. So you're running around trying to do all these different things. Video games are weird. Very like weird. It. Yeah. But it's like, it's super arcadey. It's super fun. Simple, you know, star system. You yeah. know where you screwed up and it's that thing of like when Poe and I got our first two stars on a level, it was like, all right, let's not advance. Let's go back and we're get three to stars. Three. Yeah, like here's yeah. what you were. I should be. I was. I was like. I should be pounding meat the entire time. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you I worry mean, about that's cooking. A Greg it. Miller. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's just Greg Miller in general. <laughs> pounding the meat every fucking day. Yeah. Even the Sabbath. Oh, all the Sabbath. Oh, the Sabbath <laughs> is the, be- the best day for pounding the meat. You kidding me? That's what it's all about. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is PSI Love You XOXO. It is kind of funny.com's PlayStation podcast. So go there, subscribe to the YouTube channels, listen to the other podcasts, have a great time. It is the number one PlayStation podcast on the internet. It is. Post it every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Have you ever missed that? On con- No, not yet. And it's been fucking close. <laughs> let me tell you. Because like, we'll do the whole, you know, it's a, this is a, a, my operation, mm-hmm. my show. So I'll go back there and start processing it. And it's like, like when Colin was going to San Diego all the time and we do those shows that became like, all right, cool. Like I p- put it into process. It says it's going to take an hour and a half. So that'll really take two hours. Yeah. Go to sleep. Wake up. Go over there. Blurry eyed. It's failed. Like, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Well, I want to do it again. Wake up. Put it up. You upload. There was like a bunch we were uploading and like they just weren't taking to YouTube. And there was like one day where I finally got it. I it like posted it like 850. It was like, all right, I'm, I'm processed. And I was like, yeah, Jesus. That's huge. That's yeah. huge. You're but, almost at episode 50. 50 episodes without uh, without fail. That's impressive. Yeah. Especially for this yeah. fucking place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing Colin and Greg live Friday. And just all of a sudden the internet doesn't work. We're like, well, it's not great. All right. Well, well, Periscope the prize box. Let's go to lunch. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Uh, do all that. Subscribe to the show. Blah, blah, blah. Nine names on Tuesdays. Uh, Marty. Yes. Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be Roper's Report. Time for some singular possessive news. There are, no Colin, I got to do it all, nine items. A baker's dozen. Nailed it. You destroyed it. Yeah. Thank you. I'm so proud. You can go home now. Shit. No, you don't have to go home. Okay. What's this blue paper? What's going on there? We are out of normal paper and for kind of funny live to blue paper. Yeah. Tim bought blue paper to make Tim bucks. To shoot out of I his money that. guns. Yeah. And so I didn't realize why. I was like, why is this all this blue paper? Where is white paper? And Kevin's yeah. like, I didn't order anymore. We're going to have to use blue for a while. Okay, <laughs> like, that's fine. All right, we yeah. don't do any real professional. It kind of looks like I'm on like the Daily Show or something. They I'm use sure. funny paper colors. Well, yeah, there, and know. this is like your brand's shade of blue. So it's good. Point. It's not bad. I didn't think that's yeah. true. That's a really yeah. good point. Yeah, that's probably point. why the money was blue when he did this. That makes a lot of sense. I assume so. Yeah. I didn't. There's so many things going on in my life and on this kind of funny train that when Tim shows up with the blue money, I'm just yeah, like, fuck it, whatever, whatever. That's you know? what Tim's doing. He's a weirdo. He's a weird boy. First mm-hmm. story, Martin. Yes. PlayStation Plus games have Ooh. been revealed for August. As yeah. you hear this, it'll be the first Tuesday of the month. You can get all of these. Mm-hmm. I want your rundown on them as we go, right? Yeah. Tricky Towers on PlayStation 4. 
That's a brand new game, correct? Yeah, it's, okay. it's, it comes out Tuesday, today, is yeah. the day we post this. It's day and date. It looks like a lot of fun. Looks like a lot of fun. I'm always excited for when we do get a new game. Like, yeah, and, and, exactly. Yeah. That's a cooler. That's the, the excitement be, about that, right? Yeah. Of jumping in and actually having something on the first day. And yeah, getting, and always wondering, like, could one of these games become the next Rocket League? Exactly, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's ever literally going to happen in this generation, sure. but, like, that's how Rocket League became what it was. Yeah, well, I think I think for a game like Tricky Towers, it'll help. We've ha- I've had Tricky Towers on my PS4 for a while. Uh, competitive local, you know, uh, local competitive play of, you know, it looks like you're using Tetris pieces, but I believe you're building up a tower trying right. not to have it fall over or whatever and get the highest or something like that. Yeah. It looks like fun. And uh, this it seems like they're going, I don't know how many people would rush out to buy tricky towers. Sure. Just like, yeah, I'm making a yeah. physics puzzler co- competitive thing. But Tuesday morning, you turn on your PS4 and yeah. you download for free. That's exactly that's lovely. Rebel Galaxy for PlayStation 4. That's right. Uh, I didn't. I remember not getting into this. Same. I jumped in. It was way too deep. Yep. And I was just like, "Not for Same. me." And which is cool. It's it's sort of it's it's scratching an itch that isn't really there on PS4. And yeah. So if you're into big old space sims, go yeah. for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yakuza Five is coming to PS3 for free. Uh, more Yakuza. Yeah, I'm a big Yakuza fan. Okay, Yakuza Five though was the one was like the breaking point for me. I'm like this is just it's the same game. Yeah. I don't want to do this. I need I was a big long fan of Yakuza One. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to Yakuza, Yakuza Zero on PlayStation Four. Be cool. Just because it's different, it'll be a little bit, and it'll be very much similar. But it'll be at least a little bit different. Sure. Of, in, in not just fucking Kaz has got to get the goddamn yeah. orphanage out of Hawk yeah. again. <laughs> like whatever. Jeez, why? Is that what the stories of the game? Oh yeah, totally. All totally. about And this is, I think, when he's still in the Yakuza before he okay. like leaves the Yakuza, yeah. but keeps getting pulled back in. Yeah, you know a lot about the Yakuza lore. I. I reviewed three of them for IGN back in the day. Yeah. And I enjoyed them quite a bit. Yeah. They were fun. Uh, retrograde for PS3 as well. I like retrograde. I did too. Yeah. It was, I, I remember it didn't get enough buzz or pop. I thought at the time, uh, the idea is that you start the game and you start at the very end as credits roll. And then there's like a time vortex that pulls you back. Mm-hmm. And so you are now you're the spaceship and you're flying into the shots you shot and dodging the things you already theoretically dodged. Yeah. It's on uh, lanes like a, you can play it with a guitar, you, yeah. you can play with the controller as well, but it's like a, it's got a really good soundtrack. It's like one of the music games, but yeah. gameplay and story there. Mm-hmm. Patapon 3 for PlayStation Vita. <laughs> Where's this rank in the Patapon the the hierarchy one. for you? This Ooh. is the best one for sure. They, 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 this is the one that was the simplest to get into, the most clear, mm-hmm. easy to understand. It had online multiplayer, which was huge. Got yeah. to play with a whole bunch of Beyond fans back in the day. It sucks that it's just the PSP game on the PS Vita. Yeah. I love trophies for a fucking Patapon. Yeah, that'd be really nice. Yeah. You, uh, could this be like a litmus test? Like this does well? You'd like to think <laughs> so, but I mean like, I don't know anymore. If the, I, I think with the way they've been rolling out PlayStation Vita games for PlayStation Plus, mm-hmm. it's totally just like, that just keep giving them the stuff, yeah. whatever. Because like that was like when they were like, Freedom Wars in December, I was like, oh my God, everyone please get yeah. this game and tell them how much you want it. And I don't, I don't, I mean, a lot of people downloaded it. A lot of people did play sure. it, but I don't think I don't it, think was it like, changed any. It wasn't a real like test. Plans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I'm sort of, I'm, I'm nervous about the time when uh, I imagine this time next year, uh, PS3 games will not be free. And yeah. that it will be PS, hopefully PSVR. Yeah, me a too. PSVR thing. You, so. I think it's super smart to do it in October and be like, yeah, hey, here we go. Get-go. We're going to yeah. give you two experiences a month on PlayStation VR. And yeah. it, then it becomes the whole built in thing of what theoretically should have worked with Vita. And did I know for some of you out there of like, well, shit, I have eight yep. PlayStation Vita games in my name right now. Why yeah. not get when the I eventually get the system? Like, oh, yeah. I actually have like a solid library. And that'll be the same thing, hopefully, with VR where you have to give you enough cool experiences. And there you yeah. Go. Yeah. Because the, uh, one of the things I like about uh, granted, like generally I think the PS plus games are better lineups than games of gold. But one of the things I like about games of gold is that all of the 360 games are backwards compatible. Yeah, of course that's, Which that's a huge great. benefit yeah. right now for why that works and why that makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah. This, is a, this, this lineup's fine. Final one is Ultron or no Ultratron. Sorry. Ultratron. Is it? I don't even know, know what the hell that is. Do you know what it is? Then? Is that like a PlayStation Robo- game? Vita PS3 and PS4. Let's right. look. That's always we, appreciated. This happened. This popped up on Colin and Greg live too. And I was just like, what? Yeah, I don't know what Ultratron is. Is, Ultra is that that Tron. weird man, that weird Japanese man who fights the monsters? 
No, that's a Power Ranger. No, that's a what's Voltron. No, was that no, Voltron was Ultraman. I'm thinking of Ultraman. Oh uh, no, it's not that. That'd be, that'd no. be, that'd be dope. I, now I remember this one because we clicked on the launch trailer and the launch trailer showed you nothing. Oh, it was just like, and I was like, Classic. this is terrible. Yep. Why would I? Oh god, a rooster teeth ad for Tide. <laughs> oh, there we go. I don't want to look at these for people. Tide like like the detergent. Weird. Hey man, when you're out there on your own, you'll take a, I'll take an ad for anything. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, okay. So there we go. Arcade shooter deal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of looks like Robotron. Yeah. Top down twin stick. Got some fruit going across there. Maybe. You yeah. I'm not sure what's going on with those, uh, those weird. Gorgs. All right. I'm interested. It's I'll game. take that one for free. I'm mm-hmm. a Vita. Why not? Ah, uh, and those are the games. Yeah. Line, it's a fine lineup. This is, there's always this debate on our show. And I'm sure there is on yours too. Mm-hmm. Between is like, is PS plus doing well lately? Yeah. In terms of games, I think it's doing fine. I mm-hmm. think it's doing good to an extent. I don't think it's doing as well as it was originally when sure. it was giving you really great stuff. But it is also thing of like for Vita, like honestly, what can they do anymore? Like there's not enough yeah. Vita games coming for them to really be out here and doing all this different stuff. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, I was kind of hoping that they would uh, going back, like go back into for PS4, some of like year one, year two games that sure. uh, people have sort of forgotten about by now. Something like Killzone. Right. Maybe, I don't think they've done Knack yet. Granted, Knack isn't all that great, but still like getting a sort of meaty first party game right cool that'd be nice yeah yeah, yeah. but there you go let us know in the comments Mm -hmm. what you think second story this comes from vg247 they're saying that inside the second title from play dead Mm -hmm. the studio behind limbo is coming to playstation 4 at the end of the month plus the trophies have popped on exophase that was like the first red flag and then vg247 had a source and they said trusted sources are saying that'll be out by the uh, quote end of august yeah which is great. Uh, Inside's one of the best games. When I was mentioning those games earlier, I can't believe I didn't mention Inside uh, in terms of 2016's best games. Yeah. Uh, and it's cool. Yeah, because it was a game that sort of only existed on uh, Xbox One and PC. And so the fact that, you know, 40 million plus people will be able to yeah. uh, hop into that. I think it's a really interesting litmus test, too, of where we are this generation. And the <clears throat> fact that, you know, Limbo came out on 360 and was there Jeez. forever exclusively. Yeah. And yeah. then it finally came to PS3 and Vita and all that stuff. Yeah, I was shocked when this story came out because I was like, well, eventually this game's going to come to PS4. Sure. I thought it'd be a year. I thought it would definitely be 2017. But uh, yeah, genuinely surprised that it could be what uh, less than two months. Yeah, it seems like out. it was yeah two seconds ago. That yeah, it came out. which is awesome. Um, this game's yeah absolutely fantastic. If you like Limbo, I think I, I described the game as super Limbo in the way that yeah. stuff like Mario World and Met- Super Metroid sure. felt like you took what was amazing the first time around on the NES and then you just perfected it in every way. 100%. Yeah, really good. My only thing was that I didn't like the ending. And that, that, very strange. that soured me going into the review discussion and then the review discussion with Tim was like, well, this was great and that was great and this was great and that was, was great, it? but yeah. I didn't like this. I was like, oh, so I guess I, I, guess I really, really like this, this game yeah, a lot. Yeah, I'm I just pissed off that didn't it didn't like end the, the way I wanted. 40 seconds. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, what? All right, yeah. but yeah. No, but inside, great. Yeah, we check it out. Uh, so sir, a lot of, there's a lot of I think uh, Brandon Tyrell at IGN tweeted uh, I finished inside and loved it, and just by tweeting I finished inside and loved it. That sounds very sexual. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't talk. It's tough to talk about that game. Now I do love finishing inside. Yeah, and I'll probably do it on PS4 again. I Don't come it. on your PS4. No, <laughs> number three. Uh, this one is one I'm picking up from uh, Kotaku's Jason Schreier. Mm-hmm. He says, reporting, of course, that three days after releasing the new Ghostbusters game, development studio Fireforge Games filed Chapter 7 bankruptcy. Kotaku has learned. The company has been liquidating assets throughout July in an attempt to pay off a debt of at least $12 million, according to bankruptcy filings. Received terribly when it was released alongside the movie on July 12th. One possible explanation, of course, the game was developed in just eight months, according to one person who worked on it. On July 15th, the company filed for bankruptcy. It's not directly when you read the article it's not directly tied to Ghostbusters. It's a no. whole bunch of other deals sure, they have sure. and that's the hangover, but it's like 
man, it's like yep. I'm not happy for anyone losing their job no. or the bankruptcy or whatever. But like that game was not good. And then of course, this is my problem. Is this though. Activision. Yes, hundred yeah. percent. You know, and that's what I'm talking about. Eight months to make this game. Yeah. I don't understand how it is 2016 and Activision is continuing to make all the mistakes that theoretically, and I'm not, I'm a fly on the wall. I'm mm-hmm. just, an, I'm a industry observer. Theoretically is one of the reasons they lost all of their Marvel licenses yep. because it became put out a fucking Spider-Man game every nine yep. months and it got worse and worse and worse and worse. So everybody just hated them. Yeah. Whereas you look at MCU and like uh, Disney and Marvel have been like so tame with releasing products. Like, yeah. I'm sort of shocked that there was never like a traditional Avengers game. Yeah. You know, there was that first person game that got canceled sure. that they had footage of. Um, and that was through Activision, right? Like yeah. when they were yeah. looking at people and that was the whole thing. Yeah. But then you see the footage of, uh, of, of what the Spider-Man game for PS4 looks like. And you're like, oh, this is fucking incredible. And it's by one of the best devs out there right yeah. now. So you're like, this is what you do. This is how you cherish a property. And this isn't how you tarnish a brand. And it's that whole thing of just, I thought that like, I mean, I remember when Activision or no, that was when, what was it? It was when Sierra let go of Ghostbusters, right? Yeah. No, that's what it was. I'm uh, sorry. So Sierra folds. They were working on the Ghostbusters mm-hmm. game. Activision picks up a bunch of games from Sierra. They don't pick up Ghostbusters. Yeah. And they say it's because we don't we want franchises that are annualizable. And it was like, are you fucking, fucking kidding, kidding me, me right yeah. now? You know what I mean? Then Atari put out Ghostbusters. Then Activision gets this one. And it's just like on paper, that should have been a fun game. And yeah. you play it and you're like, man, this is not a fun game. No, totally. Yeah. yeah. And it's such a God. The, like Ghostbusters is so rife for like an amazing fun couch co-op game. Yeah. Um, you don't need to have it be this triple A sixty dollar you know you know summer blockbuster game, right. but like this is it's the fact that that we don't have more good Ghostbusters games yeah. is baffling to me. Well, what's crazy about it, I really think, and I I mean I know I'm I'm a sucker for it, but like you know I love the Master System Ghostbusters game. Yeah. That's what got me into it, right? And if you took that, and I, I hate to say it, but I, it, it could be a Vita game, but it could be a great mm-hmm. mobile game of like updating the graphics to yeah. it, but a great idea still of like you run your Ghostbusters business yeah. and you got to drive to your things. You got to do this. You're getting money. Do you want to spend it on better equipment yeah, to get totally. better this, to do better that? And it's like, that seems like a no brainer that we're going to take yeah. a license and do that. And you're building up to fight Zool or whoever the yeah. hell you need, need it to be. Yeah. It seems like you could take those, like, like you said, mobile Vita tenants of like, like a uh, game dev story or yeah. like any of those exactly. games where like over exactly. time you're accruing resources that you're using, even like Simpsons tapped out and shit. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And it just, yeah, it just sucks. Like no, nothing good is going to happen in eight months. Now, if you, this is going to sound like one of those, I had the idea before anybody else. And it's not that great. Yeah. But the, the, the moment there's a, one of those moments in my life, Mm-hmm. And it's early on at IGN okay. where I stuck with IGN, but in reality, Chris Roper and I could have quit IGN and gone and made the game we wanted to make because okay. we started actually talking to artists about it. But what the idea I had was it's a very basic Pokemon Go for Ghostbusters. And what I, I told him I wanted it to be would be a ghost because when iPhones came out, Roper got into it, development yeah. on them. And the idea was that on your phone, you'd have this app, right? Mm-hmm. And like one would be a PKE meter. And so you turn it on and it would tell you if there's ghosts in your area or whatever. Yeah. And you'd walk around and when you got close, you'd see it and you you could you'd click on the thing to turn your phone into a trap and then you'd slide it out like that. And I then it would, it would open up and, and yeah. it would maybe catch it, maybe not, maybe get away. And you look at it and it would, like you'd fill out your uh, Tobin spirit guy. Yeah, yeah. You'd have it all there. And we, the whole thing we were talking about like, yeah, and we'd, ha- we'd have one, you know, like some GPS based on the Eiffel Tower. Like you'd only be able to get this get one started. there and do that and da, 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 da. And then Pokemon Go came out and you just started slamming Pokemon your Pokemon <laughs> came out like, well, yeah, 10 years, years later. later. Yeah, you're like, shit. I guess what happens when you just actually do something. Yeah, I know. Like, well, I remember we it. hit up uh, Javi Rodriguez who designed yeah. the Beyond logo. I remember hitting him up and being like, you, would you want to do this and like design ghosts? And he gave some really rough sketches and but. Then it was like, yeah. this is a lot of work. Yeah. This is going to be tough. And we don't have the Ghostbusters license. Yeah. Also <laughs> trouble. <laughs> It'll be pretty obvious if we're like, oh, take your 
GQ A meter yeah. out there and throw out your 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 spirit trap. Yeah, yeah. the Geistbusters. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I'm imagining we're gonna see a lot of Pokemon Go uh, knockoffs. I I'm very interested to see if the rumors of NX are true and it's this handheld hybrid thing of a jig. Yeah what that means for a Pokemon game. Yeah. Even if it is like, okay, cool, you can only do it through Wi-Fi or whatever, you went at these different locations, it seems like a no-brainer. You want some kind of connectivity. There. I mean, I think it'd be really cool if uh, it allowed you sort of a, a like Pokemon Go Plus, where your, your, your NX tablet or your controller thing, you take it out, you're playing Pokemon Go regularly, and then when you dock it and are playing it at home, you're able to do some sort of a Pokemon Stadium-esque Sure, that'd be awesome. At home. That'd be yeah. really cool. Uh, next story. Now, again, you're, you'll be surprised by the amount of things. Uh, usually... You know, Colin comes in, he rewrites all the news. Yeah. I am t- going to read you the Eurogamer story by Richard Ledbetter because this is uh, a little too high functioning for me to go through and try to recondition. Yeah. But basically, the PlayStation Vita has been hacked. Oh, no. Ever since its 2011 launch, PlayStation Vita security has remained relatively intact. Mm-hmm. We've seen a bunch of PSP emulator exploits, and around a year ago, a native Vita exploit was released for an older firmware that required the unit tethered to a PC. Now, hacking collective Team Molecule has released a new exploit that fully unlocks the full power of the Vita hardware for homebrew developers. Dubbed Henkaku. Henka- Henkaku? Is that what oh, I yeah, said? that's definitely a Henkaku. Okay. That's a weird Japanese sex the, thing as well. Uh, they all are. The exploit is preposterously simple to install. Just ensure that you are running the latest firmware, 3.60, then visit a speci- spe- ugh, specially prepared website to activate the, ex- activate the exploit. I'm struggling. Wow. The injected core removes the Vita file system from its sandbox and allows users to access it via FTP. From there, homebrew packages can be transferred across to run across and run on the unit. The exploit also works for PlayStation TV slash Vita TV micro console, mm-hmm. and the open access to the file system means that the ability to whitelist all titles has now returned, meaning that games which were bizarrely locked out, including Sony's own, some of which worked great, can now run again. So that's fascinating that yeah. if you have this TV, you can do this and then play all the Vita games yeah, on yeah. it. Yeah, I love that. Other applications include the ability of developers to create homebrew apps that overclock elements of the Vita to a level that's inaccessible to game developers. Right now, there isn't much to do homebrew-wise, aside from the v- a Vita version of Doom and a smattering of emulators, but it's expected the release of Henkaku will see this situation change rapidly. Any such exploit opens the door to piracy, and while there are no anti-DRM measures in the package, Team Molecule accepts the possibility that pirated commercial games will hap- may well happen. Mm-hmm. Quote, it does not let you install or run Vita backups, wares, or any pirated content, says the developer. It does not disable DRM features. It does not let you decrypt encrypted games. Here's my stance on this. I do not care one way or the other about piracy. I do not judge people who do pirate. I will not act as the police for pirates. However, I will personally not write any tools that aid in piracy. It is my choice, just as it's the pirate's choice, to steal the content. That's huge. Very huge. Because you remember... I mean, the PSP eventually... PSP became. sold so well yeah. because everybody was getting it and putting every game yeah. ever on I mean, it. That's, that's how I played through Mother 3 yep. in English. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah, Tim he still carries his PSP with him on planes yeah. to go play all these different Crash games he's put yeah. on there. Yeah, I mean, that's huge. Play. Like, I don't... Uh, I don't know. I'm not... I'm not... I, I'm sure Sony's pissed about this. Um, I don't know if this is going to really negatively impact sales if anything it could positively yeah, impact exactly, Vita sales exactly. like obviously it would if, if it turns out it's super easy to, to pirate software then like yeah that does suck sure uh, especially I, for indies but and that's the thing though is I just think it's such a small market that would do it in yeah. a way you know what I mean like I think that a lot of people had PSPs and did it but I don't think it really hampered the sales of Mother 3 or what you know what I mean yeah. like that's the whole problem is people were doing it because it was so hard to get these games any other way sure sure and if it's like I'm, I'm doing this so that I can have an NES emulator on the go like yeah exactly I don't know it's not Nintendo's fucking up by by not letting me have a Nintendo ID where I have Mario just downloaded forever yep. because I've yep, buy yep. it 15 times and that's why NX is going to give it to you 
bum, 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 bum. He was stayed at our hotel at uh, Comic-Con. Did you see him? DMX. Yeah, we saw him literally every night. Wow, did you talk to him? Yeah. No way. Least, yeah. What do you yeah. say to him? Uh, we took, Max and I talked to him. Uh, Darren and I talked to him. They got pictures. I, didn't, I wasn't going to be. We asked if he was like the dog. And he's like, yeah. And then uh, at one part, he was doing karaoke in the restaurant. He had just a bunch of money. He asked. He said, uh, he said, he asked. He was asking about Comic-Con because he wasn't there for Comic-Con. Okay. The Rough Riders are in town. He said, oh, the bitches at Comic-Con. I'm like, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, plenty, yeah, there's, there's plenty, plenty of, of nice ladies. Because he said, when the dog goes to a concert, he gets the bitches. If I go to Comic-Con, am I going to get the bitches? And we're like, yeah, I mean, if they consent, sure, you can get all the bitches. Yeah, you want, yeah, yeah. You want I don't know if you ever ended up going to Comic-Con. I doubt it. What if he was like waiting like in a Hall H line for like a day? He, he's like, I can't believe Pokemon Go didn't release a legendary. <laughs> Why'd you lie to me, Phil DeFranco? <laughs> Story number five. Yeah. Uh, this is one that's been making the rounds. No spoilers in it. Uh-oh. So everybody stick with it. Uh, you, see, you see this guy over the weekend who spent oh, $1,300 no to get No Man's Sky going? Yeah, he's a kook. He put up his videos. People, Daily Motion took him down. They started going to YouTube. Then he stopped making videos because Sean Murray tweeted out, was like, "Don't do this." Hey, don't do this. I, everybody's worked on this yeah. game forever. And da 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 da. Uh, what's interesting about it though is then the reaction, uh, the reaction of like, "Oh God, don't ruin it," or people running out to watch it. And then now the reaction to his comments about the game. Yeah, because Sony hasn't put it out. There are no reviews are up. So we have this one guy talking. He's yeah. like, he is the lone critic of this game. Right I saw, now. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. I saw a lot of bugs. Yeah. Uh, and I finished it in 30 hours. I got to the center of the, the universe, universe in 30 yeah. hours, yeah. which of course is what they've been teasing forever. Like when I remember it's like, that's sort of the quote unquote end game. Despite right. The fact that it's an infinite game. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Now what I like, I picked it up and was talking about it on Conor Greg live today. Mm-hmm. And then one of the other articles I was reading before this one, right. Is the fact that it's not, exactly that right GameSpot had it as in addition he explained that while he didn't use exploits to get to the center he did deliberately deliberately cut down his time to get there by mm-hmm. continually acquiring and selling an in-game item that gave him large profit this allowed him to very quickly upgrade his warp drive faster than most players would otherwise be able to do it to a certain extent he quote-unquote mainlined the game although he states that he spent some t- time off the direct path towards the center mm-hmm. so it's interesting that it's like I don't, I'm sure if that like obviously for any game like this where you can get resources and yeah. sell them there's going to be one exploitable one or sure. something yeah. that effect. it's funny that one guy can find the exploit though because usually exploits you got to go online and sure. like, it's, it's part well, of I'm sure it's gonna be like that one of those super obvious it'll be like the pearls in a yeah. witch yes, or whatever exactly. right? like, right. wait a second yeah, yeah. I'm getting, these, like, these are getting picked up for dirt and I'm selling them yeah, for 100 bucks yeah. or whatever yeah it's funny seeing the reaction of this online of people sort of uh, the, the the hype and uh, behind this game is sort of terrifying yep. uh it's sort of singular in a way that i've never seen in a game uh like i'm excited for the game but the number of comments i've seen of like this is it this is the end all be all like yep. this is the video game i'm like well no game is that and I, but i feel and I, I it sucks but i do feel like sony did that yeah By, the e3 presentations and the way they got to talk about it and it's, i kept just saying like i didn't understand the game till two e3 three goes yeah our first e3 is kind mm-hmm. of funny going to the offsite and sitting there yeah. and playing it with sean and kevin playing it and then kevin getting to go to the event and play it again and yeah. like we keep talking about it on the Colin and Greg live every morning because me and Kevin are so yeah. excited about it. Of like, we're excited because our expectations are set based on gameplay. Yeah. We've played it. It's simple, but it's fun. Yeah. It's totally me. I, I'm going to, you know, if it's 30 hours, my whole plan with it is like, I see this being a game that I, I tinker with for 30 or 45 minutes yes. before bed. Absolutely. So it's going to take Absolutely. me forever to get to yeah. the center of the universe if I even make it. Mm. And that's fine. But it is the fact that so many other people are 
I'm going to get out there and do this. And like people, I, people talk about it like it's like second life. Like I'm yeah. going to have this fucking outpost I'm where I'm selling all this Everyone's going to visit me. I'm like, no, you're probably literally never going to see another player. Exactly. Um, yeah. Universe is too expensive. Yeah. And of the, the time thing that always baffles me. Like if I get 30 hours out of this game, awesome. Yeah. That's okay, great. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like I, I, I regularly pay 18, $20 to go see a two hour movie. I'm mm. fine with that. Yeah. And most of them are terrible. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Most I'm very dumb. <laughs> you make bad decisions. Yeah, I make very bad it. decisions when I drink. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm I'm still super stoked. Can't believe it's our, uh, next week. We're right on top. Yeah, of we're it. getting billed soon. Yeah, Holy exactly. Shit. I know. Yeah. I keep re- looking at the email. Yeah. Like it's like, got oh, it soon. soon. Like soon. I'm like, this guy is playing on a server. Like you can't tell me the yeah. servers aren't live because yeah. he's already at the center of the goddamn yeah. universe. It's funny because they're they're uh, like we're having big meetings at IGN about wikis and you know, yeah, wikis keep the lights on at IGN and uh, about like how do we cover this game? What are the big things? And I'm like, if this game is as like random and procedurally generated, I don't know if wikis are going to help with this. Uh, uh, sometimes there's this thing that looks yeah, like this. Yeah. There's this dinosaur with a dick. If you shoot its dick off, you can sell it for a warp drive. Yeah. <laughs> dinosaur dicks are where warp drives came from. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Hyperspace. Watto's trading nice for them. <laughs> honey. Honey. <laughs> my horse. Number six. All Disney Infinity online services and multiplayer will be taken down by March 3rd, 2017. Boo. Boo. It's not surprising, though. No. It's interesting that it's just like happening so quickly that it's ending. Yeah. Not to mention, I didn't think of, I didn't even think about all the, that there's that much online to Disney Infinity. Yeah, I would never really fuck with it online. Exactly. But yeah, Disney Infinity games on consoles and handheld devices will continue to function as normally and definitely, albeit without online support. This means that if you play Disney Infinity on any of the things, you'll only have to worry about the online services. Yeah. Which still, so you can still play your, your packs and all this different stuff. Yeah, but it's funny because like the, didn't the home servers just go down? The PlayStation Home? Uh, I mean, not like just like yesterday. I mean, like within recent, recent memory. Year yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so it does suck, but I mean, there's literally no team anymore. Like Avalanche has yeah, been shut jump? down. Nobody's and, there to take care of this. Thing. Yeah, Keep yeah. Um, yeah, and it sucks. Like, I really hope that the silver lining out of this is, A, it's one of those studio closures. There, The studio has so many talented folks where yeah. they are spread out over the course of the industry. That's sort of what happened with Irrational, yeah. where all these former Bioshock Infinite, Bioshock One folks are now making incredible indie projects, incredible AAA projects. Um, but I also hope this frees up the Disney licenses and, and stuff like Marvel and Pixar to, you know, Lego Dimensions. Like, yeah, we love no. Lego Dimensions. Like, how cool would it be? And I know Arthur Parsons wants that. Like, yeah. he absolutely wants to be able to fuck of course. with all those. Yeah. And I, and I, I mean, I don't think that's a long shot anymore, which is no. crazy. You yeah. know what I mean? Because, but I, but I mean, like, the Lego love for them continues where I remember when, you know, uh, Avengers was coming up. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, that was at, you know what? These games that are after got announced, but were probably in talks before we got there. I was mm-hmm. like, well now that Disney's there, it's going to be a different story. And then force awakens comes out. And you're like, Oh, Oh, this is awesome. okay. No, yeah, this Lego is, force awakens happening. is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So you, I do totally expect that year two has been announced and it's what it is. And I think that year three, when they announced that probably around E3 of next year, yeah, it will be like something with star Wars, something oh, star with Wars and Marvel, Marvel and yeah. this, and it'll just be, yeah, the people you expect, not expect, yeah. but like you expect based on yeah. what's happening. I still here. also help. There's, there's weird shit out of left field, like ATM and adventure time. Oh, there totally will be. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm starting. I've started the campaign for short circuit. Wow. I want to get short circuit Ooh. in there. Cause yeah. that's a good one. That is a good it, one. It, you, you know, you look at their lineup and it's, things kids today like and it's things their parents who were kids like it's like we got goonies yeah we got uh, back to the future gremlins yeah exactly let's get some short circuit up here yeah some johnny five is that that, they fucked that robot in the thing right no they didn't fuck the robot no okay he he was solid gold at the end he became the first ever robot citizen of america he took the oath he probably had sex after that i need a hero Oscar, <laughs> <laughs> such a great movie. That's really good. And I mean, terrible short circuit. I, I mean, it's I, not. Good. I most eighties movies, none of them. Are I, I haven't watched any of them as an adult in a long time. But yeah. man, as a kid, I love yeah, short circuit totally. too. And I can't imagine that as good at no. all. No, Michael McKeon, that oh, white guy pretending movie. to be Indian, which totally yikes. is. Yeah, like, that's not gonna work. In, oh, yikes! I know. There's so many things you look back at. Huh? 
Huh. That was a decision. Yeah, that was there's a decision. A, there's that movie, like, it was the comedy. I can't remember the name of it right now. The guy who just goes into blackface to oh, yeah. get a scholarship for college. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, oh, that was just a total plot point that everyone's fine with. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. We just uh, different times. Like, yeah. Revenge of the. Yeah. Number seven. Sony is. Wait, are you going to say Revenge of the Nerds where he yep, rapes yep, her? Yep. <laughs> just like, like you watch these movies. Like, I remember watching Revenge of the Nerds on yeah. Saturday morning, like whatever, like as a kid. And you're just yeah. like, oh, yeah. And it was like, oh, yeah, sure. He just pretended to be her boyfriend. Yeah. And slept, slept with her in the moon. Yeah, fun house, totally bounce fine. house. Yeah. And That's he totally was fun. so good at sex yeah. that she, she didn't, didn't care. Yeah. She sex- didn't care. <laughs> and they're like selling fucking pies with the nude photos yes. of her. And you're like, they have cameras hidden in their house to yeah. monitor these <laughs> naked women. And people are going to the movie theaters to watch this. Yeah. And you're like, like what awesome. Is, this like, is quality a, what, entertainment. What would a date night have been like if you took, like, is it just you looking over at your date and just apologizing? Like, I am so I, sorry. No, that would be I us am. doing that now. But like in that, that day and yeah. age, that sh- everyone's just laughing along. Yeah. Reaganomics. Yeah, exactly. That was what I was. And then also, if you were dating in the 1990s, Marty and I need to know what it was like to go to a bar and yeah. how you met people. Yeah. Because this was an all-night debate at yeah. Jackalope the yeah. other night. It was. I really don't understand what were bars like. Like, did you bring a newspaper? I think you... Yeah, I think you did. And then you sat... But like you were saying, like, you were sitting there waiting for us to get there. Yeah. And so you were on your phone. Yeah. And if you weren't, you would have just been... I think you would have talked to the bartender. Yeah. You would have talked to other people. I don't... I think I don't it would have just been that. a more social thing. And it, yeah, I guess so. But how do you... Do you like... So, like, we live in houses with, with other people. Right. And so you imagine you would have one phone per house. So yep. the phone rings. It's, it's a girl. And Colin answers. Yeah. Like that. And then the girl has to be like, is Greg there? Like, and he has to be like, no, Greg's not here. See, I, you call her house and then her I room feel answers. Like it, at the, I got that at the tail end. In college, we still, I, I went to college, right? And I didn't get my own cell phone until junior. Okay. So you got to go through a So I did the whole, I did do the whole thing of like calling a girl's uh, uh, house or wherever or she, yeah, yeah, exactly. Not dorm, but yeah. Or I did the dorm too. And somebody else answers. You have to leave a weird ass voicemail on the community yeah. machine. You're like, man, I feel like an idiot. Yeah, yeah. I remember we uh, uh, the dorms in Milwaukee had these little suites where it was uh, like four of us to a suite and one phone in the hallway. And the three of us had cell phones and just used them. And then yeah. the one guy, of course, didn't. And so he'd be out in the hallway, like talking to his girlfriend, like yeah. in a fight with her. And I'm like, get a cell phone. Yeah. Go fight in private. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. Like, I, I remember. Uh, you know, I, the antlers were a big part of yeah. my Mizzou career or whatever. And when they called me to tell me that they liked my application, and I should come out for tryouts mm-hmm. or whatever. The first guy called and he was like, I, I had a funny answer machine. Like, I forget what it was. I think it was just like, it was something that was like, just, you know, typical Greg. It was like, ah, Hey, well, uh, I don't know where I'd be. I don't have any friends. I, yeah. just, I got here. I don't know anybody. You should, you know, whatever, leave a yeah. message. Gee. And so like the guy's like, Oh, it's a funny message. Anyways, call us back at four, four, and he hung up. And I was like, there's no caller ID. And it's so I got like, the message and I'm like, I don't know what the last four numbers he said was. But my answering machine was so funny. Uh, then another guy, Hayes, he's like one of my best friends now and forever, uh, called back. He's like, "Oh, hey, Goose said your message was funny, so I heard it." And he was calls back, and he did the, it, he you know audibly said what the fucking phone That's number was. So amazing! I, I love know. that. Yeah. That's what you get. You do a hot goof of a, a voicemail. It's I still haven't set up my voicemail on my phone. Well, nowadays we don't need it. No, stop calling me. Yeah, don't I have call nothing me. to say to you. Just text me. Yes, you know what I mean. Real it's good that much easy. Yeah, me too. Very good text. I just during this, I got a text from my mom because yeah. she knows. I will never fucking call her because I'm a bad son. Yeah, but I love her. Just text me whatever is happening. Yeah, yeah. Listen to your your episode of, of Pockets Full of Soup where you said if the only reason you used your phone was for terrible news. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have cancer. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's happening? Yeah, calling you out of, out of a thing. And that's yeah. even to this day. I call mom's like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, yeah. "Nothing. I just know I need to call you." Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. How's the horses? Number seven. Sony has announced Drive Club VR will be available for the launch of its PlayStation VR headset in Japan, although further details aren't available in English as of yet. A post on the Japanese PlayStation blog states there will be a cockpit view in realistic 3D audio. That's cool. 
Yeah. Is this, do we know if this is going to be like a, a free update with if you own Drive Club? That'd be nice. I don't know if we do know that yet. Yeah. I'm not sure where we are since the information keeps moving around. It's just off the Japanese blog. Yeah, and I don't moment. know if this is a separate game because I do know for stuff like... Uh, they had talked about it before, so I'm yeah, looking into it for you. For quick. Bound, that, that game that's coming out in two weeks uh, from Plastic, who are the folks behind uh, Datura, oh, yeah. that real weird move game. Oh, I remember. Um, you're going to be able to, the day, October 13th, when PSVR launches, you'll be able to do a free update that will... Uh, let you play the entire game in VR. and that's the way i mean that's what's so interesting and you'll it'll be interesting to see how many games get legs again because of it because even like volume yeah. coda right yeah totally it's just like yeah. hey here's a volume experience for playstation yes, vr yes, yes and that's you know we have a question coming up i guess i can just jump to it right now here you read this and see you find out if you can get your answer out of that, that i think that was that and gadget and gadget article you do yeah. that oh no it's actually a different game it sounds like it'll feature new tracks including a city a city one pictured above can confirm it looks like a city confirm um, cities. and then uh yeah different vehicles so it's its own thing seems like its own thing i imagine this is going to cost money yep. dean wrote in kind of funny.com slash psq Kane? i wish just like you can well then he's also like super radical republican though oh no so it's like all right dean i don't know how much i want to Yikes. uh and because i don't mind you being a republican but i mean like when you're like the the radical yeah yeah why are you saying these things yeah. and fighting these people why is it gonna be like that? dean says Hey, Greg and Colin. It's Marty. With the upcoming release of PlayStation VR, I was wondering what franchises you guys would like to see make the jump over to VR. Love you guys. Keep up the amazing work. Greetings from the Netherlands. Thanks, Dean. My whole thing is I want it. I don't want franchises we know and love forced into it. I don't want it to be Bioshock Infinite's move integration. You know what I mean? I want it to be like... Oh my God, I forgot. Hey, (laughs) we believe in this. We want to do something with it. I want it to be volume coda. That is like, oh, we have a cool volume game and now we're going to do something different for VR. Yeah. Or like how uh, Rise of Tomb Raider is going to have the mode where you can go around uh, Lara's mansion. Like I think would be cool if Naughty Dog released a thing where you could go through the, without spoilers, the the very calm parts near the beginning and near the end of Uncharted 4 where you're wandering around a a house. Yeah. Like I think that'd be awesome in VR and first person VR. Um, But there's like, I don't, I don't need Last Guardian VR just for the sake of Last Guardian VR. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't want to see things, like, yeah, you know, that just don't make sense shoved in yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm, I don't know, I'm really curious because it is weird we're at this point where everyone has to learn the rules again. Yeah. Like in 2D games, Mario taught you the rules. In 3D games, Mario 64 taught you the rules. Whereas with this, like, I talked to developers of third-person games that are in PSVR, and I'm like, so how are you dealing with the camera? And they're like, we don't know. Like yeah. we are trying 10 different things and five of them make people dizzy yeah. and one of them is broken and one of them we really want to lean heavily into. Uh, but developers are super excited about that because it's like the wild west once again. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's exciting to get in there and do it. You just hope that they're the market supports it. And that's what I think. I, I think PlayStation has their expectations set correctly when mm-hmm. she talks about it being a launch of a PlayStation again. And I think our audience, your yeah. audience, the hardcore PlayStation audience understands that as well. Where I think yeah. you're, I think we all know if we're buying it on, if we're buying PlayStation VR on day one, we are signing up for a year of spaghetti at the wall. What works and what doesn't work. Yeah. And that's why, honestly, I'm not excited for Resident Evil 7 with it. Yeah. Because I've heard so much about people who have gotten sick or this yep. has happened or whatever. It was, it was nauseating. And yeah. it's like, I don't know if we're ready for that yet. Mm-hmm. I think we have to go through and do, all right, we hear a bunch of 30-minute experiences and people really like this, but they hated this. And yeah. in a year in, maybe a year and a half in, we start getting experiences and yeah. games that are like, oh, here's something awesome. Yeah, it learning. really can't be. Here's this AAA game that was in development plus VR. Yep. Like the things that work, like uh, you played Arkham VR, right? Yeah. Arkham VR, I thought was awesome because yep. it's very restrictive strained right it's not arkham knight vr it is its own little experience where uh movement is is much more confined but it works really well and i think that sort of node-based movement where you have seven yep. points you in the environment around. that you can right, go right, to right. uh yeah really works out but yeah i don't 
I, I do agree. I mean, it's, it's sort of that way if you're an early adopter to any sure. uh, piece of technology. If you uh, bought a PS4 year one or Xbox One a year one, like, yeah, you get you get Killzone and Knack and Resogun, but like the good, the really good stuff didn't didn't come for a little bit. I mean, exactly. Resogun was really good. But, but I think yeah. it's 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 so easy to know that is coming. Whereas like you look at PlayStation Vita, right, and yeah. it has a launch lineup that is good, but has so much stuff in there of like we're trying the touchscreen, the back screen, yep, yep, the gyro, yep. and everybody's like that sucks. Nobody wants that. And then the story gets written that yeah. this sucks and it's not going to work, and this is why. And developers yeah. start running away from yeah. it. Yeah, I guess yeah, console's a little bit different because it's a it's an assumption. It's a proven like, you're gonna, thing. You're going to get you're awesome gonna... games a year or two down the road. Yeah. Um, yeah, whereas with this, you're like, well, I hope we're going to get awesome games a year or two down the road. And from what I've seen, like the launch lineup actually is pretty solid with smaller things like Thumper and Rez. Yep. And oh and man, Rez, I can't RPR. wait for Rez. Yeah, is gonna be so absolutely. good. Oh my god, I'm so yeah, yeah. I'm so excited. There's going to be a new level in Rez. Yeah, like, I've adored Rez for the past decade. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm really wrapping my head. I, I, developers at at uh, you know folks at Santa Monica and folks at uh, Naughty Dog and Japan Studios are are geniuses. Yeah. So I have no doubt we're going to get these amazing first party experiences one way or another i don't yeah. know if they're gonna be tethered to franchises i don't know if they're gonna be singular things i think i think at the onset they won't be i mm-hmm. don't think they'll be because te- you don't want to burn that when it is just like we're figuring this out yeah yeah because a lot of people i didn't get to play the final fantasy 15 vr thing mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. e3 but it had a pretty negative reception right which is uh you know shitty for a game that's relatively demoed super well and shown super well uh throughout the past three years since it relaunched um so yeah i feel like you don't want to just do a quick cobbled together VR thing for the sake of it because uh, I don't know brand quality is important yeah. and, and especially a lot of those Sony first party things which have just like Uncharted has just such undisputed quality that yeah that's if you release thing. one Uncharted that's shitty all of a sudden it's not that franchise anymore right yeah. and it's forgotten about and it's not put onto the Nathan Drake collection no even though it was good I like the Golden Abyssal everyone liked Golden Abyssal a lot of monsters didn't like it yeah it was terrible people are bad it was, you know who was probably it was probably uh, uh, murderers that didn't like it Murderers didn't like Golden Abyss. Oh, sure. Yeah. Murderers didn't like Golden yeah, Abyss for yeah. sure. Number eight. PlayStation accounted for 78% of Sony's profits April 1st to June 30th. Accredited to the PlayStation. This was all accredited to the PlayStation 4. Software sales and PS4 hardware mm-hmm. cost reduction. However, they are forecasting, quote, lower than May forecast due to the impact of the foreign exchange rates going forward. Uh, overall, Sony corporate is down year over year. Yeah. But no surprise there. That's what it always is. Yeah. That's that number is insane. Right. To me. Yeah, um, exactly. That's that just shows sort of the importance of the PlayStation yeah. to Sony as a company. Sony, which is such a giant. I mean, I guess still is was such a giant innovative leader in all facets of technology now how important playstation is to it and it's almost interesting to me that they're willing to take this giant risk with psvr yeah like this this is an all-in risk this is a we are funding this ourselves kind of thing uh and so like i think they do see like shu sees vr as the future of not just games but entertainment and communication and and travel and health and and that's that the fun, interesting thing about it. Colin's always talking about the fact that, yeah, you know, for him, he doesn't care about the games. It's what VR is going to be mm-hmm. or whatever. And I'm always like, well, that's fine and good. But that if it comes out and the game suck, then it dies. You yeah. know what I mean? But if it can come out and Sony is committed as a company, mm-hmm. then again, they're at the cutting edge on something that maybe people care about. Yeah. Because they tried to do that 3D TVs and we're all like, no. Yeah. Stop. Yep. 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 But you see like a company like Facebook that invested $2 million or $2 billion on Oculus. Like, yeah. They wouldn't do that unless they were confident that this is going to sort of revolutionized pop culture and society yeah that was a little bit hyperbolic probably 
No. It's going to revolutionize society. <laughs> no, I think you nailed it. You yeah. fucking crushed it. Uh, number nine is the wrap-up. Metrico Plus hits on August 23rd. I never played Metrico. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. This so might be the time it. to jump in Ooh. with the Plus. It never worked for me. I never oh, really, It never clicked for me. I'm not going to tell you that. Final Station comes to PlayStation 4 August 30th. Roller Coaster Dreams and World War Tunes come to PlayStation VR on October 13th, the Tunes. release date. And then, of course, Yakuza Zero comes exclusively to PlayStation 4 on January 24th. That's next year, twenty seventeen. The future, I know. Has anyone ever called it the coos? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I'm you're starting with that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I'm behind you on that one. Okay, uh, Marty. Yeah, I'm excited for the coos. Yeah, but it's so far out. It is really far out. If I wanted to know what came to the mom and grop and digital shops, where would I go? Is this still called the Andrew Goldfarb? No, <laughs> this is the uh, Colin always says, it and he just stumbles through it too. Don't is, worry. Is uh, it, it's the up- a shoe something. No, 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 no. It, this is the upcoming this is the list of upcoming software on playstation 4 playstation 3 playstation vita sometimes psp brought to you by the kind of funny co-founders okay just like colin i just open up the playstation blog drop <laughs> and read what ryan clements wrote <laughs> uh, your new releases for august 2 2016 mm-hmm. include Abzu. Yay. From the artistic mind behind Journey. Mm -hmm. Abzu is a beautiful underwater adventure that evokes the dream of diving. Immerse yourself in vibrant hidden world, bursting with color and life as you descend into the heart of the ocean. It's real good. That's a really good write-up, too. We make fun of the write-ups a lot here because usually a lot of them are terrible. poetic. Well, he didn't write. No, no. These are like... Ryan's poetry comes at the top. You want to hear some... Here, here, you know this is some Ryan Clements shit right here, all right? (laughs) A lone diver plunges into the dark reaches of the ocean in search Mm -hmm. of answers. With untold beauty and terrible danger drifting through the waters, the diver will uncover the truth of the world. Abzu launches this week on PlayStation 4. <laughs> Fucking nailed it, Ryan. You kidding me? I like how everything was like poetic and then it was just like, oh shit, I have to do the actual. I have yeah. to tell Abzu's you, coming yeah, out yeah, on there's a video 4. game that's yeah. coming out now. Yeah. Right. Uh, Batman, the Telltale series episode one, yes. Realm of Shadows comes out on PlayStation 4. Enter the fractured psyche of Bruce Wayne and discover the powerful and far-reaching consequences of your choices as the Dark Knight. In this gritty and violent news story, you will make discoveries that will shatter Bruce Wayne's world and the already fragile stability of a corrupt Gotham City. I'm very excited for this. Yes, I played episode one. We talked about it. Yeah. Spoiler free. I'll, spoiler yeah. free here. Really had a great time with it. I was going to play through it tonight, but we're going to stream a crowd play. Oh, nice. Are you going to try to use the thing? Uh, so we're going to use the three of us. Okay, okay. So okay. we're not going to like open it up to the masses because we're like, this could break well the whole thing is like yeah like so if you haven't following you know at the comic-con mm-hmm. crowd play that i did in front of everybody they announced that there's this multiplayer feature where people can vote via this app on their mm-hmm. your phone it's like it's you know, like jackpot drawful or whatever yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you go there and you can do it and it's up to two thousand people can play on it that's crazy but not they, they said it won't work with twitch because of the latency yeah. but that doesn't make sense to me because what i would do is all right cool here's my thing get on it everybody it's a choice for everybody to vote on. You see the choices, and just as we get down to almost being done, hit pause. Yeah, and then let everything catch up. And I don't, but I don't know if maybe it won't work that way. Oh, interesting. Like you hit pause. On the I hit the PlayStation but home button yeah, to yeah. let it all catch up. I talk to the chat for a second. Yeah, and then I come back and see if that actually worked. If yeah, I, but I don't yeah. know how you, where you. But see do you do that steps. at every decision, or yeah, do you only do that at like major forks in the road? I guess major forks in the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I'm excited. Like I, th- I think crowdplay is really interesting. This is coming to every Telltale game now going forward. So good, good, yeah. good, good. Telltale Scooby Doo. Uh, to be clear, this is PlayStation 4 Digital. Remember, you can buy it on a disc, but not until September, I believe. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's very weird. Uh, Breach and Clear Deadline comes to PlayStation 4. A deadly new breed of human monsters on the rise, and it's up to players to stop the infestation before it spreads. Breach and Clear Deadline is the all-new follow-up to Breach and Clear, the critically acclaimed hybrid tactical strategy game. Real quick, I remember play- playing Breach and Clear on the Vita. 
don't remember the critical acclaim. <laughs> just putting that out there. Maybe I'm wrong. There was I'm probably sure was a, a good review. Somebody said something. There was, the game's got human monsters. What's what's what are, what are those? A new breed of human monster. So it's just regular humans. Yeah. It's weird. Just really racist. <laughs> monsters. I mean, I can totally get behind a game where you just kill a bunch of racists. Sure. Yeah. Cannonball mm-hmm. comes to PlayStation 4 Digital. Pilot an airship. Command powerful weapon em- emplacements like cannons. Giant flamethrowers and high-powered lasers destroy the very earth from under your enemy's feet. Cannon Brawl is an exciting mix of RTS and artillery gameplay. Mm-hmm. It's a whole new genre in strategy games. Sounds like worms. Yeah. <laughs> it also yeah, it's a whole new genre in strategy games. Well, it sounds like it's a strategy Isn't the game. Genre <laughs> the strategy <laughs> game? I don't know. <laughs> We're getting all these subclasses. <laughs> Uh, here comes a game you're all very excited for. Mm-hmm. Galgun Double Piece comes to PS4 and PlayStation Vita, digital and retail. When How How Die is shot by Cupid Angel Ekororo, he becomes immensely power, popular, and suddenly every girl at the Academy becomes hot for him. But being irresistible is hardly a dream come true. Every love letter, shout of adulation, and advancing kisses drains his energy. And worse, if he doesn't find his one true love by the end of the day, he will become cursed and forever alone. That sucks. It does. I'm yeah. playing it right now. Is this the game that's rated E, but it's for like books? <laughs> if you didn't see yeah. this news story, so this is great. The Vita physical release comes and it says on the front, rated M for mature for sexual content. Yeah. And you flip over the back and it says rated E for everyone. everyone. Sexual <laughs> content. Yeah. So you. Yeah. I'm playing it. It's exact. I mean, I, I my Galgan exposure is when Tina Sanchez yeah. invited me to a 24-hour one-up live stream. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I went over there and me, her, and Jeremy Parrish played the import of Galgun. And I was like, so what are we doing? She's like, you're making these girls come. I was like, oh, <laughs> no. okay, yeah. great. And that's what you do. Yeah. You shoot them with your love arrows. And yeah. then you, now with the, the double piece, you rub them. They're in very oh, suggestive positions. Nice. And yeah. you, you rub their tushes and faces and, tushes and, faces. Yeah. and vaginas and all these things. And it's just yeah, those rated are the big, e for everyone. Those are the big three. Tushes, the, erog- <laughs> the erogenous zones. Tushes, faces, and vaginas. <laughs> it gets I like how time. you got like tushes like as a cute word for a butt and then you're just like a fucking d- vagina. Labia that's majora a cute word. That's a cute word for a vagina. Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to play this game. Uh, I still want... I'm, <laughs> I'm doing my first playthrough yeah. and I'm still like... Man, it'd be funny to have the platinum and Galgun, but it's like, do I really want to get the platinum and Galgun? Because you have yeah. to play it like a bunch of different times. But I'm not sure how vaginas. long it starts. I'm gonna be rubbing things left and right. Okay. Yeah, there's two. Yeah, there's the tushes and Major- the faces. Major and, and Menorah. I got a lot of flights, so I got plenty of time to be rubbing it out. You cannot be playing this game on flights, Greg. Uh, you're talking to a guy who played what was the other one? Shit, the dungeon crawler where you rub the girls. Oh, of course. Uh, Zyger's favorite game. Uh, oh, tush rubbers. No. Oh. Is it the game where you fuck a pigeon? Crazy. Phil, Phil, talk about podcast beyond while I look it up. <laughs> oh, Phil, me. <laughs> I thought you were like referring to me as Phil. Uh, yeah, podcast beyond's going well. We're streaming now. Oh, are you? It turns out IGN's streaming. Wait, so you stream recording of it? Uh, no, no, no. We're streaming uh, like uh, every week. We're going to do a two-hour uh, live stream of just a game, not of the show. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, brand new one. That's what tomorrow's uh, Telltale Batman. Oh, here we go. I like I put in kind of funny perverts right there. That's the one I want to thank you. Is there a video called kind of funny perverts? I I remember I I called it the most perverted game or something. Mm -hmm. Criminal girls invite only. I'm so sorry. I couldn't remember criminal. Oh, criminal girls. Yeah. Yeah. Where yeah, you got to rub them. Those girls need to get rubbed and spanked and stuff. Speaking of rubbing, I got played them on a plane. I've been don't do that. I did. I just don't care. Okay, that's I mean, I'm also going to wear the Galgan panties on my head that I got my little screen cleaner. Yikes. (laughs) I know someday you're gonna like run for public office. No, you're gonna have all trust hard, me. That's, you're gonna have all Hardwick's jobs, and everyone's gonna, gonna be like, "Was that the dude who played that porn game on the plane once?" It's gonna be. There's no way. Like, there's. It, it's either I'd run for it, and like my 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 the opposition would be like, 
he said he confesses everything he's ever done wrong on camera. There's, he's infallible. There's no way to stop him. I, we got no ammunition. He he tur- he literally turns his skeletons in the closet into content. How can we? There's no shame. What do we say? I don't know how to stop him. Uh, I know. I got a lot of. I've got. A, there's one man on the internet who's very angry at me because uh, we were talking about those Sonic games. That got oh yeah, announced. Sonic. Yeah, and I said uh, I do. I, I like Sonic two and three, and I like Sonic Adventure a little bit. I think like is one of those like Mario is better in every way, shape, or form. Of course. Uh, but I said that the only people who still like Sonic are people who just want to fuck Big the Cat. And I doubled yeah. down on it on yeah, two yeah. different shows. Yeah, and now and third. <laughs> yeah, now third. That man's very angry with me. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I saw. I saw. It was on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I saw. I saw the guy flea coming out today. I just muted him immediately. I'm yeah, like, but it's really funny because joke. he. Uh, um, he's looped into a thread. It's like uh, I think it's Damon Alana. It's me too. Brian the Jolie one. Right? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. But then there's one random IGN fan in it, and he's continually like, "Please stop! Please remove please me! Alone. Please stop! Just mute him." Yeah. Uh, Laser Disco Defenders comes to PlayStation Vita Digital. I know nothing about it, but no. I like how the I just like the little art, and I like that it's on Vita. Let's read about it. Join the Laser Disco Defenders okay. on their quest to defeat the evil Lord Monotone and prevent him from using the coveted Mirror Moon to force the galaxy into dancing along to his and only his tune. Ooh. In this self-inflicted bullet hell, you must stay on your toes as each laser beam fired ricochets off the walls and can hit you too. Oh yikes. This seems, this seems it sounded like it was gonna be like I thought it was gonna be like a rhythm game. Yeah, like, no, it's that. like terrifying Ikaruga. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I'm still into it though. Yeah. All right. Nightmares from the Deep. The Cursed Heart comes to PlayStation oh, 4. Uh, look at uh, digital. It looks like a Goosebumps cover. Uh, it totally looks like a Goosebumps cover. Nightmares the Deep is a classic adventure game that tells a gripping tale of undying love. <laughs> Assume the role of museum curator Sarah Black and take control of your destiny to stop the undead Captain Remington and save your daughter's life. See, when they say classic adventure game, I'm like, is this a game that already existed? Because I have never heard of it, and I love adventure Nightmares games. Nightmares from the deep, the yeah. cursed heart. Yeah, a lot of these also sound like weird sex things. Of course. Mm-hmm. Speaking of weird sex things, Overcooked! <laughs> PS4 Digital. Overcooked is a chaotic couch co-op cooking game for one to four players. Working as a team, you and your fellow chefs must prepare, cook, and serve up a variety of tasty orders before baying customers storm out in a huff. Ooh. I'm excited. Now, you, do you play as animals in this game? You can. Yeah, I, I started. You get to you unlock characters as cool. you play in new competitive things. I started as just a normal white dude mm-hmm. and then switched over to a raccoon in a wheelchair. Yeah, I mean, that's sort of been your life. Yeah, you know, yeah, you if there's a, as a normal white dude, if there's one metaphor for Greg's life. <laughs> now you're start, a gar- now you're started garbage. as a normal white guy. Now <laughs> raccoon in a wheelchair. Now you're a garbage night possum. Who's, exactly. Yeah. Wheeling around the town like Drake and the Crossy. Uh, I didn't. I haven't tried it, but for the competitive and because uh, you know how it's it's cooperative right so you have the two characters mm-hmm. and you got to do everything it looks like for the competitive mode if you and i were to play it mm-hmm. our controller gets broken into two characters oh, so you have the you grab and uh drop or, or you gr- grab and chop i should say yeah. when with uh the trigger and then move with the stick and then you have another character that you do the exact wow. same thing with. so it's like brothers and it seems like cookies yeah, and totally cream. like yeah, rubbing yeah. your head patting your stomach yeah, doing like all that. stuff trying to figure like it that. out uh, Risk Urban Assault comes to PS4 and PS3 Digital. Lead your troops to victory with Risk Urban Assault. In a post-apocalyptic world, rally your armies and march across some of the most famous cities around the globe. From Shanghai to New York, be cunning and play strategically to defend your opponents. This is risk. Defeat your opponents. Don't defend your opponents. My Don't opponents. do that. Yeah, this no. is Risk the board game? Uh, apparently, but it looks all fancy. Like it's got a guy with one yeah. eye, and he's got some stuff That's, going on. There's nothing fancier than a man who only has one eye. He's got, but it's got all the thin numbers on it. So yeah, it's just yeah. urban this time, I guess. <laughs> 
Urban Assault. Mark Echoes, Risk. (laughs) Get up. (laughs) Risk, get up. (laughs) And then our final game of the week, Tricky Towers, PlayStation 4 Digital. Remember that this is a PlayStation Plus game. With your brilliant robe and magic powers. I didn't say that wrong. Robe and magic powers. It's time to build some Tricky Towers. Stack your bricks to create a stable tower and try to topple those of your opponents. Cast magic to support your structure and fend off the dark spells of your rivals in this frantic physics party game. Let me try it out. I tried out everything. If I get something for free, I'm going to try it out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I call it giving it the good 15. <sighs> Play for 15 minutes. And then when I don't like it, I stop. Okay. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. I thought that you're, the good 15 that sounded like it was going to be something else. Oh, so I was like, what was meat beaters or what were you talking about? <laughs> the old meat beaters. <laughs> Greg and Marty's new show. <laughs> meat beaters. <laughs> time for our next segment with the good 15. <laughs> <laughs> next segment is topic of the show. Ooh. Tots, 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 tots. We say tots now. No, not tits. Tots. Toddy shots. Toddy shots. Yeah. This one comes from Ha Mood 07. He says, hello, Marty and Greg. He didn't say that. No. <laughs> My question, or maybe topic of the show, are story-focused games overrated? In the past year or so, I played The Walking Dead Season 1, Tales from the Borderlands, Game of Thrones, Life is Strange, Limbo, Journey, and watched a full Let's Play of Firewatch for years. I heard about how great games like Journey and Limbo or how good the right... Yeah, that's what he says. Or how good the writing is in The Walking Dead, but all I could think after playing each one of those games was meh. Sure, Journey was relaxing and Tails had some funny moments, but I could have watched a movie or a TV show for a couple of hours, and that would have been much more fun with much better writing. So my real question is, are we as gamers not used to good writing in games? So that we then we overhype any game with just okay writing. Now, don't get me wrong. Some of my favorite games of all time are story driven, like Uncharted, Mass Effect, or the Arkham games, or even The Last of Us, or even The Last. He says The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. This kid doesn't That's know anything about nothing. But unlike the other games I mentioned earlier, all of those games had solid gameplay mechanics that simply make the experience much better and overshadow a lot of the problems with the writing itself. Anyway, just want to hear your thoughts. Love you guys, Marty. Are are we overrating story focused games? So, um, no. First okay. off, no. It's interesting. I agree. I disagree with a lot of what he says. Yeah. But I agree that uh, by and large, our industry tends to is very insular. And if if you only play games and you don't read or you don't yeah. see movies or you don't ca- uh, you're not caught up on TV and music, uh, you have a hard time sort of critiquing what uh, I guess good writing is objective. But but um, what like is a new story beat or what's a new story idea or how this narrative? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, the things here he's mentioning are some of the best our medium has right. like the, the stuff like Firewatch and Gone Home and, and the Telltale games, especially Tales from the Borderlands and, and Walking Dead One Season, season 1. Yeah, yeah. Journey, which I mean, I don't Journey. It's kind of weird that Journey's lumped in here because I think it tells a story in a way that is so to, is is not purely sh- a video game. Yeah, exactly. Or it gives yeah. an experience that is like, I would say as much a video game as anything. Because yeah. It's something that like, if you're just watching it, you're sort of not really getting the whole thing. Um, and I know, I know you love the walking dead. Oh no. Like, I mean, that's the thing I love most of these games he has on here. Well, not game of thrones. I didn't, I, didn't I don't like game, game of thrones either. Yeah. Yeah. Tell Life is strange though. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, I think part of, and I'm maybe I'm, I'm reading in here. Hamoud zero seven yeah. about your experience with it. But I think a lot of it could just be the fact that it sounds like some of these games you're late to. And yeah. then there's the hype train that catches up, which yep. I, for me ruins games all the time. Mm-hmm. It got me with a, uh, um, we we're just talking about it. We didn't bring it up here. Uh, Joe almost had it. Oxenfree. Yeah. You and Mitch were like, if this would have yes. come out, this would have been game. And I was like, oh shit. And I left the bar that day and went and played it. And I was like, oh, 
Like this was good, but it wasn't yeah, what I yeah. was expecting. And but that's yes. on me, right? Yeah. That I was sitting there. So like, if you're sitting around hearing me talk about crying at the end of Walking Dead, yeah. and then season two of Walking Dead, when I start talking about Lee breaking down in tears yeah. again, and I can understand we're like, well, this isn't even that good yeah. or whatever. But yeah, I remember when you finished uh, season one of The Walking Dead, like you pulling Mitch into a room and being yeah. like, we need to talk about this. Like yeah. it, it being oh, like totally. you lost I, the memory. And life. that was the thing of like, I mean, I I you know played that in. The demo room at IGN with Casey Lynch and Joe from Telltale mm-hmm. or whatever, and Joe was behind him. We're all friends. That's why yeah. he was there. It wasn't like a weird thing. It, it, he brought us a build. Yeah. And it's so like when we got to the end, like I remember, like uh, you, you know, I, spoilers for season one of The Walking Dead, like for real, yeah. for real guys, like seriously. <laughs> but the whole thing when you started teaching Clem, I remember getting choked up and having one tear, and, yeah. and then I remember like Joe in the back just going, <gasps> like he's like he was like trying to hold in crying, and yeah. he started crying. And it was just like that's how much these characters meant yeah. to us, and that's the other thing too is like I can. You can read a book or watch a movie or do whatever and be like, this thing touched and changed my life mm-hmm. and I get into it and I don't have the same hook so I don't get the same thing out of it. Mm-hmm. It's all games, stories in general, I feel is like what you put into it and then yeah. it matters so much more to it. And that matters so much into, especially like a Telltale game. Like, yeah, yeah like generally The Walking Dead will end at the same place that it ends for everyone. Yeah. Uh, but the ownership you get over the story and the sort of person Lee is and the sort of person he's going to help make Clementine be. Same yeah. thing with uh, recent Fiona and Tales from the Borderlands or uh, Bigby in uh, Wolf Among Us. And that's one of the reasons I'm really excited about uh, Batman is just because for the first time, if I feel like I can be the author of if my Batman is the Batman who sticks to his morals and yeah. will never kill. Yeah. Or if my Batman can be closer to what Snyder is envisioning yeah. as Batman. Yeah. Um, and I really like the idea that, yeah, it's probably going to season one of telltale Batman is probably going to end in the same place for everyone, but my road through it is going to be very different than your road through it. Right. And Although I, think, I feel like it won't be. I feel like we're both going to do the altruist. Yeah, Batman. of course. No, yeah. I, I've played the evil Batman or not the oh, evil Batman, but the crowd, like the yeah. blood, the, everybody wanted blood at that crowd play. And I was yeah. like, damn, and I was like, I would not be this yeah. Batman at this is, all. But it's fine. This yeah. isn't my exactly, exactly, play there. exactly. Yeah. I don't have to worry about it. My yeah. save file will be intact when I get it. Yeah. Um, I think the other thing too is like I mean I disagree like I've seen so many bad movies and oh, yeah. so much bad TV that's mm-hmm. just not there especially like when it's for TV let's get to 22 episodes so like even yeah a show that I love like Flash right has like filler mm-hmm. episodes in there where it's like all right why are we doing this and Flash actually kind of good about it yeah. but like Smallville will throw out there sure. right of like the majority of Smallville is fucking garbage yeah but there are then these episodes like fucking red that are amazing or yeah. whatever Rosetta, Rosetta Stone um, the other thing too is like it kind of sucks to compare mediums. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do these Because games are trying to achieve something different and they have to achieve something in a different way. Mm-hmm. And recently, we went and saw Batman The Killing Joke in theaters. Nice. And I'm sitting there and I'm watching it. And I remember, you know, when I read The Killing Joke, oh, yeah. enjoying it and like, man, this is really good. And when I'm watching it on screen and now it's suddenly a motion picture, it's moving, it's all these different things. I was like, huh. There are a lot of leaps in logic that mm-hmm. I didn't pay any fucking attention yeah, yeah. to when I read it because I'm just reading pages. It's a comic book. Oh yeah, yeah, cool, yeah, cool, cool. I mean, comics are all about you filling in the blanks. Yep, exactly. Whereas movies aren't that. Yeah, and so they, like, you're still watching like, well, how did Joker yeah. get all these guys? And like, yeah, why doesn't Batman beat the fuck out of him <laughs> yes. right now? Are you yeah. kidding me? Like, okay, whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? But at the time, I was like, whatever. Also, yeah. why is Batman having sex with Barbara Gordon? That I no problem with. <laughs> that, that that I liked. Fine. I mean, that's <laughs> Batman Beyond. Whatever. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But like, then we're spoiling the killing joke now. One of the things that was interesting for me about the killing joke, right, is like we left and we're talking about it. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I never I'm like, this is such a weird double standard thing. And Tim's like, what? I'm like, so Batman has this sexual relationship with Barbara. Mm -hmm. There's some there's there's chemistry there. And so then when he gets to the end with the Joker and like tries to help him out or whatever, and he doesn't. And then Joker tells the joke. I, I would have I'm like in that shoes if that somebody I did that to a, a woman him. that yes. I loved I would have beat you um, just without yeah. mercy yeah and then it was like 
But dialing it back to the killing joke, you've paralyzed just my partner and yeah. taken my best friend and put him through all yeah, this stuff. Yeah. And when I got to that final page, I was like, wow, that's a really powerful ending. Yeah. Not if, if you yeah. sit there and think of like somebody shoots Colin yeah. and fucking tortures Tim. <laughs> I'm not going to get there and share a laugh at the end. I'm going to beat you to death with a two by four. And I say Batman has reserved, but to not do anything. I like that. That. Tim is the Barbara Gordon in this scenario. You and Tim had sex on a roof. No, no, he shot. And this, I said it, this is a killing joke. Though. Okay. Oh yeah. He yeah, shot. Yeah, 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 yes, and then, yes, and then yes. he tortured Tim. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, 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 gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's, nobody's Colin, you and Colin are on the roof. No, Colin and I have sex a lot of times. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Please. The good 15. We <laughs> yeah. call it yeah. the good 15. Uh, yeah. It's uh, interesting to me because you like people tend to forget, like there are masterpieces on TV, like the wire and like Deadwood yeah. and, and breaking bad and mad men. Uh, I can name mass, uh, 20 masterpieces. There's also, 10,000 other TV shows that are complete fucking trash. Yeah. 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 Uh, and it's the same thing with games. It's like, yeah, by and large, most games have bad stories and bad writing because by and large, most movies have bad stories and bad writing. Right. By and large, most books have bad stories and yeah. bad writing. Um, but I think the, the games he mentioned are some of the cream of the crop and then stuff like there are a handful of just expert storytellers, regardless of the medium yeah. that we have. Like, I'd love to know why, why he's falling out of some of these stories and that it's not clicking for him. Right. Like, yeah, I mean, Tales has some funny moments. I, I mean, I think Tales is way funnier than most comedy movies I yes. see. You know what I mean? I mean like honestly, I, yeah. And the, the, every one of the intros details yes. was so well oh, done. Oh, those amazing uh, music scenes. Yeah, yeah. Loaderbot. Yeah, uh, and I'm also not like, I'm not a huge Borderlands fan, but I fucking Oh, yeah, love, no, totally. Like, this to me was this awesome, like, space cowboy, like, yep. Western. No, I was talking about it like, you know, for me it was that I, I this is the first uh, uh, Telltale game in a while mm -hmm. that's come out, and I'm just like, mm, not for me. Like, yeah. I don't care about Borderlands. I don't want to be a part of this. But I had it on my XMB or whatever, and I was, or you know whatever you want yeah. to call it, live area. And uh, I was playing. I was one of those nights where I was in a bad mood, and I jumped into like three or four games, and nothing felt right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, fine, I'll do this. And like literally, it turned my mood around. Where yeah. I was laughing within the first 15 minutes, yeah. and then like into it. And then every episode continued to do that. And like mm -hmm. Loaderbot's evolution. Yeah. And then uh, Ashley Johnson's character, Glad Glad oh, Gladys. Yeah. Uh, Gladys. Yeah. Gladys. Oh, that's not Gordis. right. No, Gordis. Thank yeah. you very much. Like how great she yeah. was in this thing. It's like fuck. This is awesome. And it was that whole thing of like. I like playing Borderlands. Yeah, I like playing, but I play Borderlands with the people with the sound and the tune to turn. Yeah, it wasn't about I don't the know writing what the fuck's or the characters. Yeah, you know anything. what I mean. Yeah. Like Tiny Teen is funny. Okay, yeah. sure, whatever. But to get into Tiny Toons, Tiny Toons is really that's funny. a real that's a real that's, good a, that's another great that's a great piece of television. Yeah, it was really weird when Buster and Babs had sex on that roof. It was, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the that's the one they double they restarted <laughs> in the, their new fifty two universe. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think yeah, uh, uh, Naughty Dog, Double Fine, Telltale. Uh, obviously Fulbright with gone home Campo yeah. Santo with firewatch. Uh, I think those are some of the best stories that our medium has told. And yeah, there's no, that to me is a masterpiece of a game as well as a Mario game or a Zelda game. That really isn't about the story of the characters. Like, of course, I really don't care about those stories. Or characters. You want the gameplay like, that was shown in that. Yeah, game. exactly. Yeah. Like I love sound shapes and I love Thomas's alone for very different reasons. Yeah. 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 Um, and I think part of it, you know, I mean, is you talking about okay storytelling, I do think for some of the games, you know, when game, when stories fall apart, even like, he mentions Uncharted and enjoying that, mm -hmm. right? There's parts of Uncharted, every Uncharted. Like, oh, yeah. What's happening? Why yeah, is this yeah. And it's because you're trying to get an experience to feel like an, an epic 12-hour thing. And movies don't have to do that. Sure. Movies don't have to be Yeah, and hours. I feel that I, The Last of Us is one of my favorite games of the last decade. And I feel like by the time that third palette moment yeah, came around, I'm course. like, just fucking teach us, girl. And that was, that, and like, that was the thing. I was yeah. just talking to somebody about that. Like, yeah, I remember when we got to winter. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and she's like, all right, go get me something like... We've been together three seasons. Yeah. I would have totally taught you oh, to yes, swim. And what great, what a great moment that would have been yeah. if I jumped in the water, went and got it. She's like, "Oh, I got yeah, this." Yeah, yeah. Boom, that would have been so, like, yes, yes, like, Oh my god, yeah. yeah, awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I forgot that I taught you that. Yeah, jerks.
that's the topic of the show. Tots, 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 tots. We got a trophy time segment here. Ooh. This is where we talk about new trophies. Okay. We talk, we answer questions about trophies. Okay. Uh, it's been a good week, believe it or not, Martin. In the trophy world? Yeah. The, we got the No Man's Skies trophies are up. Ooh. I have not looked at No Man's Skies trophies. Have you? No Mansky. Uh, yeah. No, I looked at some of the leak stuff. Um, because I hate myself. And oh, you actually watched the videos and stuff? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, I just uh, browse Reddit and saw a bunch of stuff. Ah, okay. I know it's at the center of the universe, which probably isn't great. Probably shouldn't. Probably shouldn't have known that. Twenty feet. <laughs> you know what's at the yeah. center? I feel don't I had to. Me. I had it for work. I'm not going to. Don't why, tell why, me. I wouldn't do that. Don't ruin it for me. Uh, so No Man's Sky. I'm looking over here on Exaface. Twenty three total trophies. It has a platinum, which is super yeah, exciting. Yikes! That's going to be hard to get. You think so? You don't know. I don't know. Two, yeah. What two? Four, yeah. What if one of the trophies six, is just like find another person? Eight gold trophies here. Uh, attain adventurer status in on foot exploration. Everlasting status in a longest lifespan. So these things like, you know, things that are building over time, you assume. Yeah. Legend status and ships destroyed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I imagine everything sort of has tiered metals. And uh, yeah. once you hit a certain tier on each of these things. We're here to silvers now. Yeah. Attain nomad status and on foot exploration. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so it looks like it's on foot exploration. Uh, longest lifespan. Yeah. Ships destroyed. Alien colonist encounters the ships destroyed ones f- interesting because I feel like uh, a lot of people I've talked to want to play this game sort of as like an archaeologist like a pacifist. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. You got the pacifist got to destroy some ships. Yeah, but I, you don't have to if you want the trophy yeah. you do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you're one of those people attain con- confused status and worlds collected. That's not good, but it, it's all based on that uploaded discoveries uh, space declaration. I'm, I'm down for that. Yeah, that's all stuff I want to do in the game. And, I don't and it's cool. Stuff. Uh, I I do like that. It's going to make you. I like trophies that make you think about a game in a different way that you may not have like get sure. you out of your play style. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like, exactly. well, shit. I never really try to see how long I could survive. So maybe I should do that. That's how I'll spend the Saturday afternoon. Is trying to get this trophy. Fourteen trophies for inside. Ooh, no platinum. No one gold. Mm-hmm. The rest bronze. Some of that garbage. Imagine right are all that the getting the getting the. Uh, if, if they're anything like the uh, achievements, yeah. it's all about there's there's a bunch of collectibles scattered throughout and each yep. one is assigned to an achievement. And it, I don't it's one of those I'm looking through trying to remember which ones I got. Yeah, but I, I'm not seeing because I thought they said find this thing, right? Or didn't they? Uh, I think most of them had like cute names and sort okay. of like a quick piece of prose. Um, like room for reflection. It just says hanging up clockwork shadows at noon. So I think each each of the collectibles which are these little. Yeah, you, you uh, disconnect them. You turn yes, the power off. I think off to each them. one has is one of those. Okay. So I think that's. I think you can get. Uh, I guess you said there's no platinum. Yeah. Uh, you can get all the trophies by uh, just finding all the collectibles, which mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. definitely doable. Okay. And then uh, the Batman trophies are up. It does have a platinum. It's back to what traditionally Telltale has been in this finish thing. It. Where finish this chapter. Finish this chapter. Finish the chapter. It counts up until it gives you the gold or whatever. Yeah. So I'm happy about that. I know sometimes Telltale started doing this thing where they were experimenting around and giving you like, actually try to do this or, you know, the dog rock, paper, scissors for, you know, 400 yeah, days yeah. or whatever. And then no platinums. And now yeah. they've got platinums back. So, so I'm happy about that. And yeah. it's one of those, like with a lot of Telltale games, like I do want just one canonical playthrough. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. I, totally, I, I totally. want my one playthrough of the walking dead season one to be like, to stick with me for, and that's the whole thing of like why I liked just, I don't mind the chapter things. Yeah, I know people think right. they're cheap trophies or whatever. Yeah. I don't care. I like the, I like that. And I guess cause it works for that game. Yeah. The, when yeah. they started doing the thing, I, I want to say Minecraft, but there's what's, what's the most recent one I've played from Telltale. There was something else. Game of Thrones. No, I didn't play Game of Thrones. I played episode one. But there was another recent Telltale game that was like, gotcha. do this and do that. I'm like, I don't want to do yeah, this. Why would I do this? And then, Abzu. Yeah. 
You want to tell me? Have you gotten a lot of trophies? You uh, no, I was actually playing on someone else's account who had okay. already finished the game. It was, okay. it was Jose who was reviewing the game for us. And okay. So I played through on that, and so he'd already uh, popped a bunch of them. Gotcha. 12 trophies, no plat, three silvers, one gold. Okay. Uh, release fish from the hidden pools, discover the polar region. Yeah. All these different. It seems like you're running into a lot of these. Some oh, of you have to play. Ba- ballet, perform a flip while riding a creature. I've done that. Yeah. You can do a cool flip. You hit circle to do that. Pro tip. There you go. That's the trophy. Trophy tip for you right there. <laughs> Here on trophy time. Oh, we got a question from Kevin Smith. I doubt it's the Kevin Smith though. Kevin Smith. Last I heard he didn't he didn't play that much stuff. Okay. Hey Greg and, and Marty. Oh, Kevin Smith knows I'm here. Long time listener. Long time first time, actually. Uh, I have a question for trophy time. Last year, I decided to make an attempt at getting the Fallout 4 Platinum. I don't have many Platinums because I just don't have the time or will, but certain games draw me in enough to invest in them. And I love Bethesda Game Studio games. Skyrim was actually my first Platinum. I got all the ancillary trophies, including the legendary Unpleasant Benevolent Leader trophy, which fucking sucks. God, that trophy's bad. What was that? Do you remember? That's the one. Get a settlement's happiness to ninety nine. Oh yeah. And like we were, I, I have the platinum too. And it was like the last thing I did, and it was just like hands in your hair of like what the fuck, else? and like you're, I and nobody knew at the time exactly what to do. So I was just piling carpets, yeah. and putting statues all over. How the are place. you not happy with exactly. these carpets? And then it's like you're setting up a million fucking med booths, and then you have to try to assign everybody to them, but because settlements are stupid and the whole thing's yeah, broken, yeah. like it's oh god, and it's just like. I'd leave it on for like 12 hours at a time and come back and go up 2%. It's yeah. just like, what the fuck is going you got on? It though. Yeah, I got it there yeah, in the end. Uh, but was stopped in my tracks by a glitch in the final quest for the railroad where a key NPC became unresponsive and the quest became impossible to complete. Bethesda was aware of the glitch and even issued a patch in the early goings that addressed it, but it did not help my broken save. My only recourse was spending another 40 hours with the game to complete my entire main quest again, which I still have not done. In fact, I've barely played the game since, burnt out by the grind as I was. Mm-hmm. I know in my heart that all, by all accounts, I should have these trophies, but that near complete percentage bothers me to no end. Have you ever dedicated yourself to getting a platinum only to have it halted at the finish line by forces outside of your control? It Thank sounds you, like you almost Kevin did Smith. with that same game or with the settlement. Yeah, that was the thing, but it was like, I thought it was still attainable. And I, then it was like, I was like, maybe I'll wait for a patch. I'm like, they'll never patch this. Yeah, this yeah. is never going to get fixed or anything else. Yeah. That's really weird too. I just noticed. I started reading the question off of this thing when I have all the questions. Printed <laughs> out. I only had this here for the links for the trophies. Um, yeah, that was a, a, a test testing my patience mm-hmm. for sure. The one that infamously did this to me was Dead Rising uh, Riptide, oh. right? Or that's the or, uh, Dead, no, Island. Dead Island Riptide. Oh, yes. Thank you. Dead yeah. Island Riptide because that's how it went, right? It was Dead Island, Dead Island, Island Riptide, Riptide, then the weird ass other Dead Island like storybook game. And oh, then yeah. Dead Island 2 got canceled. Yeah. The, and okay. that, there's a Dead Island collection now. Right. Yeah. Dead Island uh, Riptide. I, I liked Dead Island 1 a lot, mm-hmm. and I, it, but it was like, okay, whatever. And Dead Island Riptide came out, and I think I was reviewing it, and it was the perfect time where there's like nothing else going yeah. on. And so, yeah, I did. I got, I was just knocking these trophies out, having a, a gay old time. It was before the, it was out. I was like, I'm going to be the first person to platinum. That's so yeah. like a fun thing to do. And uh, I was getting so close, getting so close, and then it got down to I needed the tape recorders of like the, the things or whatever. Yeah. And like I'm running around, and I forget. I can't remember if in the game it tells it does tell it shows you I think on your map like where it should be or something mm-hmm. like that or where the thing or where it's going to be and I had it down to one and I could not find this thing and I'm running around checking all these things and I called GameStop and I was like hey do you have the Dead Island Riptide guy got it comes out on a Tuesday he's like yeah we have the guy and I, dr- I got an Uber went down to yeah. Market Street came back out here to the sunset and came down and ha- took a sharpie to it and I was crossing 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 no and finally I get to the last one I'm like here we go and I walk into the room and it's not there. And it's that I already picked that one up. So it was that 
I picked it up and like maybe there was a day one patch or something and da, 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 and like it didn't I didn't like it wasn't where it was supposed to be. It just this tape recorder didn't exist. And so like there, I, I emailed Deep Silver. I'm like, hey, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, oh, and like I think it was like months later. I think I, they like we patched it. it. Should work now. And it was just like that thing of just like I'm so out of that mindset yeah. that I'm yeah. not going to jump in and like look through the whole thing again sure. and try to figure out where it is. And, da, 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 da. and especially the like the reason you want to do this is because you get that cool satisfaction of uh, I was the first person to do this. Yeah, exactly. That is fucking awful. Yeah, that that one that one was really depressing. But it was like I was lucky enough mm-hmm. that. It was to the point where I was like, I maybe spent f- four hours, three hours, you know what I mean, doing that thing. But then I discovered it was broken. It wasn't like yeah. I'd spent 20 hours or something. Yeah. Like, and I had enjoyed, I had gotten trophies the whole way and I had yeah. enjoyed my ride up until that point. But it was still like, fuck, I was yeah. so, this is going to be a thing. It's got a grin and bear. And, so that, that and then now it's always my fear with the Lego games. Oh, it's because yeah. I'm such a big, I love the Lego games for the ones I really enjoy. And I remember Lego Batman 3. It came down. I just needed cat or Catwoman or Killer Croc. I forget which it was. And they it had to spawn or whatever in a certain spot. And they would not spawn. And it's like that thing of like it's like the last one of the last trophies. And you're and like, you're like is did this I just fuck- waste twenty eight fucking hours? Because yeah. that's like Lego is not rewarding like that island yeah, was. Where yeah. it's like, oh, I'm knocking this out as I go. It's like they, they all come at the very end yes, when you've yes, done yes. everything. Yeah. And so when it's like, holy fucking shit, is this not going to do what it's supposed to did do? It, did it finally? It finally. Okay. Yeah, it finally did. Yeah, I just had to keep restarting. That's yeah. terrifying. Yeah, oh yeah. I feel like that's I I. I the, the games I've platinumed recently are ones that are relatively short. Oh, sure. Stuff like Firewatch and Oxenfree. Uh, I know, like, I think Goldfarb platinum The Witness, and I'm like, I'm never going to do that. No, like, yeah, no absolutely no, never no, going to no, do no. that. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I would I, I would probably cry if I had a moment like that. Yeah. Just yeah. cry real crocodile tears. Sure, I understand. Like killer crocodile tears. Killer crocodile tears. Suicide Squad in theaters this Friday. Suicide <laughs> Squad. When are you, are you going on Friday? Thursday, Thursday night? night. Thursday night. Okay. Yeah, going Around on Saturday, Saturday morning. Nice. Yeah, you guys do the th- Saturday morning movies a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good for you. Thanks. I'm excited. No, we're going to do it and then run right back here and do our reacts. It'll be up late Thursday, early Friday on kindoffunny.com unless Kevin doesn't put it up. It's oh, no. Well, you know, he, he's he got to sleep he's bu- too. He's a busy man. Yeah. He's a busy yeah, bee. Yeah. He is a bu- busy bee for sure. Yeah. Uh, Marty. Yeah. It's time for reader mail. Ooh, I like reader mail. Uh, we're going to talk about the NX. We have a few different questions <laughs> okay. here about Good. this. Um, <laughs> let's start with CD99. Hey, CD. He or she says, hello, Greg and Marty. I just had to bring up this topic. Even because you two are fans of both Nintendo and the PlayStation Vita. That's right. Let's talk about the NX. Okay, and then he throws up the X going to give it to you. Emoticon. I like that. Yep. Of course, you can get your question read by going to kindoffunny.com slash PSQ and submitting it there. You've probably already seen the recent reports about the Nintendo NX being a portable console that can be docked to your television running games on cartridges. Sure, these reports are still not confirmed, but they seem pretty reliable from a source like Eurogamer. But you know what this hardware design sounds like. That's right. The PlayStation motherfucking Vita. Sad, sad enough, this Nintendo NX directly sounds like what the Vita was intended to be, but failed to do so. Think about it. It'll be a console quality experience on the go, but it also connects to your television. Remember that strange port on the Vita 1000 models that were rumored to be a TV out cable, which might have been canned and led to the PSTV? My question is simple. Will the Nintendo NX finally nail in the coffin on the PlayStation Vita? What are your thoughts comparing the two? Thanks, guys, and don't worry. I've been a citizen of Vita Island since June 2013, still supporting it, but wanted your thoughts. CD99. That's a real good question. Uh, yes, there's absolutely similarities between uh, what the rumored NX is yeah. compared to what the Vita was going to be and then sort of is with uh, PSTV. Um, that said, I don't think the Vita's or the NX's success or failure is really going to impact Vita at all. I think Vita's where it is right yeah. now. I, I, honestly, it's a weird thing to say, but I think it will eat into my Vita time. 
Yeah, if, totally. if I can take it on a plane and play mm-hmm. Zelda, yeah. like, oh, yeah, great. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like, I won't be playing as much game. Downwell or Letter yeah, Quest or yeah, whatever. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, and I do love the idea of not having to choose, of even developers not having to choose, like, oh, do we make this for the 3DS or do we yep. make this for the Wii U? It's that, like, no, you just make it for the thing. That's what's brilliant and why I believe in what they're pitching right now for mm-hmm. NX and why the Vita is such a hard sell is the fact that it's like, no, you have no choice. Mm-hmm. This is the Nintendo Platinum or a platform. platform. I'm sure. yeah. This is the Nintendo platform. You're either in or you're out. Mm-hmm. We don't mind either way, but this is where we're going. Yeah. And that that's super exciting to me. I, you know, I, I talk about all the time on our shows this week of just like the idea that it's going to the NX comes out. It's what we're talking about. And Tim and I go on all these flights to, you know, RTX yeah. or NYCC and I can just put it on the table and we can play double dash or yes. whatever a Mario Kart the entire yeah. way. Are you kidding? How me? awesome is that? Oh my God. And that's the whole thing is I don't care if it looks like the Wii. Yeah. Because I, I, I might on what I assume is going to be a Something, smaller yeah. tablet size thing. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, that sounds rad. Yes. I mean, honestly, that that does sound and I feel like it does appeal to people like us who do travel a lot for work and for the fact that our families are in the Midwest and everything. Yeah. We have friends everywhere. And, that, and I mean, that's always been the interesting thing about about us and then IGN people, I think, mm-hmm. is that we all gravitate to handhelds in a way. I don't think maybe the rest of the country does. Sure. Yeah. Because they don't ride trains and do <clears throat> yeah. like we do. We have a very Japanese lifestyle. We we're talking to Jared about this on yes. the Gamescast. Um, that's why. It is exciting to us, and I imagine it would be exciting to the Japanese audience. Mm-hmm. If this is smaller than an iPad, I assume, and it's going to be this powerful gaming system yeah. that has all these Nintendo games. And like you were talking earlier, if you know, I was talking about it as an outsider, if I can play Super Mario World on that thing, if I can, if it's going to be dialed into the virtual console, and yeah, be cool games. If they're like finally going to get that right, if they're yeah. going to get it right, like how crossplay and crossplay. And that's r- the weird part, right? That it's that's the thing I'm more concerned yeah. about. The hardware sounds great. The idea sounds great. The power level sounds great. Like I'm worried about the battery. Oh, yeah. Uh, you I mean, I'm worried about these detachable controllers. Yeah, and then it's yeah. like, oh, well, you can pair it maybe with a pro controller. I'm like, yes, I'm sure on a plane, that's gonna work just well. four of us playing Smash yeah. pro yeah. controller enough. That's yeah. going to last 30 minutes tops. Yeah, you still have those weird Japanese panties on your head, right? I only wear those for Vita games such as Galgon. I'm sure there's going to be a uh, NX game that comes with panties. Okay, good. That's what I want. Get on that. Guaranteed. Reggie, please. Uh, yeah, I. it's interesting. It It is. It's it, if Nintendo is committed to it, mm-hmm. it's going to be fine. And that's the whole yeah. problem. You know, Sony was always half in, half out with Vita and didn't yep. push it the right way. Yeah, I'm really curious also to see like how long their commitment to the 3DS and to the new 3DS, which has one retail game that really works for it. And mm. then it, for some reason can only play Super Nintendo games like yeah. my regular 3DS can't. And I don't understand why. Um, power. Yes. Nubs. <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah, those nubs. Um, yeah, I'm really curious to see. If Nintendo was just like, all right, fuck this, we are going all in on this one device. This is yep. our handheld future. This is our portable future. This is our console future. I kind of like that. And I, to- I, man, I, I would dig that and respect that so much. Yeah. If at this NX event they're like, cool, this is what it is. We are, th- we are winding down 3DS. Mm-hmm. We are winding down this. This is what we're putting out games for from yeah. here on out. Because you talk about, you know, the fact of like, well. The Wii U only gets so many good games a year or whatever. It's like, sure. But then if you got all the 3DS games as well, yeah. you suddenly have this lineup that's awesome. And then if they get Virtual Console right, then you have this 30-year yep. legacy of amazing games. Yeah, and it's me walking around playing this thing, and I'm playing Zelda, and I'm playing Mario, and I'm, I have an Animal Crossing, and I'm beaming yeah. this stuff around. It's like, yeah, this is awesome. And it is the promise of why I loved my Vita. Mm-hmm. And I and I, when I think about this thing, of course, I'm thinking about it at NX, I should say. I'm thinking about it, like I always talk about, none of this touch shit. Yeah. games it's games for gamers mm-hmm. I, you hope that nintendo is wise enough to come out and capitalize on what sony did so right with playstation 4 yes come out this is a games machine it's not i'm sure it'll be touchscreen but it's not gimmicky we're giving you real buttons on mm-hmm. it like we want you to play this it comes two breakaway controllers or whatever yeah. the hell it's going to be i'm super excited about the rumored nx yeah. what it's actually going to be and how it'll actually go and what the library and all this other stuff will be a different story what the price point's going to be yeah. the battery life but like yeah, as a concept point. it sounds awesome 
Completely agree. Yeah, price point and battery life are both big question marks. And also when they're going to reveal this thing because uh, it's really close to March. Right. Yeah. yeah. You got to imagine we, September seems the rumor. It's right? soon. Yeah. yeah. So we, we, had a, we had a February reveal for the November, November release. Launch of, yeah. yeah, PlayStation. Yeah, we had this argument on the Gamescast before this rumor came around. The rumor now is saying there's a September event. They okay. were even t- toying... T- uh, one of the articles, not all of them were toying around with it being at TGS. But I think it'll be its own thing. It'll be its own standalone thing. Yeah, I yeah. imagine in New York. Yeah, or I hope it's going to be some sort of a global event sure. like uh, the EA conferences. Um, one more NX related question, right? Mm-hmm. It comes from Chaz the Human. Hey, Chaz. Hey, Marty and Greg. With information on Nintendo's NX being a home console that can be portable to take games on the road, do you th- think Sony would ever consider adapting a similar idea for the PlayStation 5? The mobile market is big in Japan, and I'm sure Sony would like to tap into it more with their own proprietary hardware. <laughs> Interested to hear your thoughts. Well, they tried with yeah, the Vita, yeah, and they're yeah. like, Vita is selling well in Japan right yeah. now, but no, I don't think so. I think this is Nintendo doubling down on what works for them. Mm-hmm. Their franchises, their hardware, cool. Yeah. This is what we want to be, and I think Sony's the opposite now of like, oh, hey, PlayStation 4 is awesome. We have this core group of gamers that love stuff. If E3 is anything, we have this core group of gamers that love AAA stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's go out and do that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, uh, yeah, I think Sony's for whatever a PS5 is, if it's Neo, if it's after Neo, I think the two big things it's going to be is a very, very powerful box, which obviously there's an arms race between Microsoft and Sony right now. Yeah. And then I think doubling down into VR. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. That's that, that's going to be their real skew, going, their second skew. Going yeah, forward. you don't know, like, I don't know, like if VR five years from now is going to be a portable thing, is that going to be something where I could bring my, my PSVR onto a plane? Is that weird? Is someone going to do weird things to me when I put it in I mean, it's, it's weird right now to see people doing it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. That's like the most bizarre thing of like, oh my God, like what, what I can't, and it's like, I can't, I'm not making fun of you. It's just like, it's, I didn't think we were here. But every once in a while, yeah, I'll be at a bar and like someone will be like playing like Gear VR and looking around. I'm like, God, you were, like, you're just going to get robbed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like you aren't today, but like in an airplane, you can kind of yeah. get away from it because I'm the guy rubbing the panties on the game yeah. pad, you know, and I'm playing yeah, with the vaginas, the vaginas, uh, monkey poo 1080 <laughs> writes in and says, Hey guys, long time listener, first time writing mm-hmm. in. My question is on the topic of PSVR. Will the PSVR work with the YouTube app? So we, the PSVR user, can view those awesome 360 videos. I love first-person horror ones where you feel like you just can't go and run away while everything's going crazy and you're screaming for your mama. Much like the underwater shark demo from PS Worlds. Thanks, guys. You rock. Andy. He says, Andy Nava, a.k.a. the great Andini from PA. But then his handle on the forums is Monkey Poo. Okay. He's got a lot of names. He does. He's a very, he's a very, you can uh, have a lot of names at kind of funny.com slash PSQ as well. Um, can you change your name? I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. I love the idea that you're bitching about not being able to change your PSN names. Yeah. You're like, oh, you can't do that kind of funny either. You know what? You, you, we've warned you. Do as I say, not as I do. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You had plenty of time. Uh, it won't not at launch. No fucking way. Yeah. Down the road. Maybe, but I doubt it. Like it's because that's going to take I think, even more commitment from YouTube. Like there's so much as we get into this. Yeah. People aren't ready. I don't think to hold hands and be like, we're all in this together. It's yeah. going to be very much. Sony's building out their own thing. I'm more terrified of like, is Sony going to have up and running for PSX, a dial into the conference PlayStation VR head experience. Cause I don't know that is a brilliant idea that mm-hmm. it is a gr- that sells it. It gives you such a reason if you have it to use it and be excited about yeah. it. You're something different you're sitting and in the audience at the conference, your front row, your backstage. Well, yeah. Exactly. And that's what you're talking. Yeah, hold on. Piggybacking off that. We'll, uh, I, the YouTube app. I don't think so. Do you think so? Uh, no, definitely not at launch. Yeah. No. Also, that gets into like the weird like porn territory where like our, if, if you support YouTube, I'm going to be able to go to the you you, you porn you, you porns. Yeah. Sam writes into PS uh, Q kind of mm-hmm. funny.com slash PSQ and says, hey, Marty and Greg. 
Last week, you spoke about the potential for PlayStation VR to transport users to live events, such as sporting events, concerts, Mm -hmm. and PSX. I'm having trouble working out how this technology would work in practice, specifically how users would be able to control what they're looking at. I am thinking of the experience to be truly immersive. Wouldn't I'm sorry. I'm thinking that for the experience to be truly immersive, wouldn't each user need to have their own dedicated VR camera at the event? For example, let's say I'm tuned into an NHL game, say the Flyers versus the Islanders, and so is Colin. Colin wants to turn his head left to watch the puck, but I want to turn my head right to see what the crowd is doing. I can't understand how VR camera would accommodate this. Whoa, Sam. Same. That's Whoa. A, we already we already fixed this. You're thinking We're good. you're thinking yes, it's very much like the Martian where you're controlling the camera and oh, moving yeah, it around. Yeah. You have a 360 camera yeah. that's beamed out and then you as the user through the interface get to look wherever you want with the camera. Oh, it's yeah. not one that, one camera can can hold a million viewers and yeah. anyone can be looking wherever they want. It's, yep. Yeah, you don't have to worry about that at all. But to go then to like what I get excited about a PSX conference, mm-hmm. right? Is right. You have the camera front and center. Mm-hmm. You you turn and you're sitting next to Shu. Yeah. You turn and you're sitting next to uh, Sean Layden or yeah. whatever, right? And you up there. And then I think the coolest one would be you you know you're using a controller to switch between positions. You go backstage. You go yeah. off to the side. You go to the way back. And it's sort of, it's not like you're you're not moving around a 3D space. This is like like when it's we like talked about Batman and Arkham, cameras. Yeah, where exactly. we said there's there's seven or eight ca- uh, 360 cameras yeah. in this auditorium. But to give you a 360 camera on stage. Like you know what I mean? Like you've been on these stages, yeah. you know what it's like to be in front of to thousands look at those of people. Crowds, it's insane. And normal people don't understand yeah. that. So many people don't get the opportunity to do what we do. Yeah. So to get to be up there and be like, have somebody come out and the place goes nuts. Yeah. They fi- you know, Naughty Dog finishes a demo and you get to watch the. Cr- I mean, that would be. I mean, insane. that's amazing. Yeah. That would be awesome, and that's really a cool future for it. And that's why I'm like, please have this up and running. Yes, I would, <laughs> I would fucking adore October that. Yeah. 13th is PSVR. Yeah. You assume uh psx is going to be december like yeah make your live from playstation app and get going yeah i played uh there was a rock band uh vr i don't think it was on it was it was on oculus uh but it was a rock band where you're standing on the stage and looking at it it was like a small crowd of probably like 100 people which we've spoken to many times more um but standing in there and like looking down at the crowd and seeing them all look up at me, I was like, oh, this is like intimidating. Yeah. Like yeah, this yeah. is very weird. This is making me feel a way of video games never made me feel before. Yeah, yeah. And so being able to like bring that sensation to sporting events, what it's like uh, on the 50 yard line of the Super Bowl, what it's like half court of, a, of the NBA All-Star game, right. what it's like, you know, front row at a concert. Like, exactly. That's awesome. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Next question comes from Ashenzel over at kindoffunny.com slash PSQ. Real, like you can real birth name. That's it. Nailed it. Hey, Marty and Greg. Amazing show. Okay. Do you guys ever get sick of gaming? I mean, totally. I know that you actually play them for a living, but have you ever just stopped for a period of time? Merci beaucoup from Quebec City, Canada. Oh, shit. I've been to Quebec. Wee, wee, wee. I had poutine there. Was it good? Yeah, it was fucking bomb. It was amazing. Uh, Where do you want to go to dinner tonight? Ooh. What are my options? Have you been to the (laughs) the Richmond Republic? No. Draft house. I don't know what that is. They let's have poutine there. there. Okay, let's go there. All right, good. I love okay, this place. It's my new favorite place. That's I'm perfect. Just, I'm so into it. That's perfect. Um, uh, Greg, have you fallen out of love with games? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't... He's, like, sick of gaming totally. Like, you know, like I don't know... I, I, I don't know if I've ever been, like, cold turkey. I'm not playing... Like, I'm so sick of games. I'm not playing stuff. I've noticed recently we've been so busy and there's finally not a million new games coming out that I'm like, I'm going to play Galgun sure. when I play it. And, yeah. I'm, and I, Song of the Deep, I'm still, like... I'm going to play 30 minutes of this mm-hmm. and then get back to it later. And then I'll, oh, and then it's, yeah. but it's like, you know what? I want to watch a West wing episode or yeah. I want to go to the movies or I yeah. want to just go out drinking and stuff. Yeah. Like I've noticed that I'm not for, it seemed like for a lot of months and weeks there, it was like new game, new game, crazy yeah. game. I got to be on top of everything. And yeah. it's like, now we're to a point where it's like, cool, there's stuff coming out like overcooked. That I got to play, but like, that's not a 30 hour. What am I going to play overcooked again now? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. For co-op and stuff like that. You, 
Yeah, I had a, uh, there's an ebb and flow of like, you know, review season is busy and, and sort of, you know, but there are games that we do have to play in order to be able to be on, uh, uncharted spoiler casts and, and four reviews and four impressions, right, especially with right. you guys like there, are, you and Colin are expected to keep up with the big PlayStation exactly, games exactly. for the show. Um, yeah, I had a, I had an actual period in, I had an actual period. Oh my God. It's, <laughs> you're a, finally a woman. <laughs> uh, I think it was 2009, 10 bleeding into 2011 where uh, I moved I didn't mean to do that. I legitimately did not mean to do that. Oh, Jesus. Uh, it was after uh, I moved out here in uh, San Francisco in 2008, uh, wanting to get a job in the games industry. I'd interviewed at 1UP, Wired, and GameSpot and didn't get all, any of them. Yeah. And I got a little burnt out. Like, I got a little bit jaded. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back burner video games. And I still played things that came out. I feel like Braid came out in that period and I still played that. I think uh, I got my PS3 in that period and played uh, Guns of the Patriots. Uh, but then it wasn't until early 2011 when uh, I was dating uh, my ex Jen at the time and she started to get into games. And so we'd start to play the Lego games together. And we played the Lego mm-hmm. Harry Potter and we played Lego Indiana Jones. And then I remember the day I got like officially back into gaming was uh, Portal Portal Combat Day. Yeah. And so she got me, I came home from work and she got me Portal 2 and Mortal Kombat, uh, which was Mortal Kombat 9, I think. And we played the fuck out of those. And then luckily a month later, I ran into Jeremy Parrish at my coffee shop yeah. and I applied. He's like, oh, apply at one up. And I applied. And when I got into the, the interview, they're like, so what have you been playing lately? And I was like, oh, Lego games, uh, Portal and Mortal Kombat. And they're like, oh, those are three of the biggest things on the site right now. Great. You're hired. And <laughs> if it wasn't for those, I totally, I, I would have went in there and they'd be like, what have you been playing? I'm like, yeah, Chrono Trigger is really good. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, a like, lot of things right now scratching yeah, my itch. Yeah, yeah. Playing the um, classics. And so, yeah, and it got me back in the game. And then, of course, it was like getting back in the industry. Like I, I I was working in guides at the time. And so it was like having to keep up to date on sure. whatever the current project was. Uh, but it's perfectly normal and perfectly healthy. To, I mean, Colin's talked about it a bunch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Colin, for sure. He sort of tuned out. Last year, he didn't play a lot of games. He, yeah. didn't, he didn't finish a lot of games. He didn't play a lot of stuff. Yeah. And I, I, it's like that with me with a lot of mediums, too. Like yeah. There'll be years where like I am going off the beaten path and trying to find the weirdest music yeah like new rap new no you know no this, and then there'll be other years where it's just like now i'm gonna listen to kanye and taylor all year and that's all yeah and yeah, it's yeah, totally yeah. fine and same thing with tv same thing with movies um don't feel like you i don't know don't feel like there's a pressure there's no now, that's quota. The whole thing. i mean that's the thing about our industry in particular is that it's so and i mean you know our industry pointing sure. to you the listener yeah. and viewer as well is like it's so diverse that no matter what i feel like you can never feel like you're up on everything mm-hmm. now and so like when you listen to a show like this and we're talking about a million different games and yeah. we played this and we had access to this and now we're going to go we're going on this trip to play you know and mm-hmm. you do all these different things and then you go to the forums or the comments or wherever you want to go and people are talking about the million different games they're playing it can be overwhelming to the point where you feel like I'm not a real gamer because yeah. I only play what I want to I only play these three yeah. games or something. That's not what it is about. Just because you didn't see all 10 best picture nominees it doesn't mean you're not a movie fan. Well that means you should have an opinion on the Oscars though I'll tell you what. Sam Wan wrote into kindoffunny.com slash PSQ and has the honor of being the final question. Hello there. I've heard you guys talk about review scores on the show before and how you're not a fan of them. Are you a fan of review scores? No. Okay. As for myself, I feel that they have been ingrained in my head since I was a kid starting out reading Game Pro and PSM. Now, as an adult, I find myself reading almost no reviews and instantly jumping to the score. What's even worse is that I've conditioned myself to only play games that are roughly an 8.5 or above. With so many games out there, I slowly decided this was the best route to take. Piggybacking off what you talked about. I started thinking more about this when I was watching a video review for Song of the Deep, and Greg said he would probably put it in the the high sevens right after... Probably put it in the high sevens right after talking about how great it is. Mm-hmm. Because of the review, I now want to play it and 
I now want to play it and give lower score games a chance that I never would have mm-hmm. in the past simply due to Greg's enthusiasm for it. Mm-hmm. My question to you is, what are some of your favorite games that don't have great review scores and aren't universally acclaimed? Thanks for all the content. Sam Wham. First off, Sam, good call. The, the, the thing yeah. that you're you're talking about watching this video and how it changed your opinion, that's what, when we say we don't like review scores, that's what we always mean from the written perspective mm-hmm. of if you read a review, you get such a great uh, comprehensive look at what I liked and what I didn't yeah. like and how I got to this score. And when you just jump to a score and it's not an 8.5 and you bounce, you miss the fact that like, yeah, Song of the Deep isn't that deep. You know, it is sure? all these yeah. problems. But fuck, do I think it's charming and yeah. did I enjoy and it myself? It totally clicks with you on a personal level. And exactly. You're like, I'm so ingrained in the story in this Celtic world. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and I think uh, review scores are tricky because you guys got rid of review scores. You don't do numbers anymore. Oh, yeah, right? we don't yeah, do numbers yeah, yeah. You, just, you just talk about things. Yeah. Uh, as much as I would like to, I totally understand their uh, sort of, I think, necessity currently in a place like IGN, yeah. especially. Um, I'm not a fan of, uh, I would get, I'm not a fan of a super granular scale. I yeah. think 100 point scales sort of silly. Yeah, uh, I would like it. When we went to 20, I like 20. Yeah, I'd like a 20. I could totally handle a 10. Um, but yeah, I mean, I get we one of the big changes we just made at IGN is we got rid of pros and cons. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. So we, that was just a couple weeks ago. I think okay. uh, I think Overwatch might have been the first game or Battleborn might have been the first game that didn't have them uh, because those were things you're taking a very brief word or two. You're taking them out of context. Yep. And the context is in the 1200 words of the review yeah. it totally makes sense yeah. but taken out of context if you just latch onto that that's kind of dumb like scores yeah I guess that's a thing you can latch onto, and it makes a little bit more sense because scores in theory are a rubric especially at IGN yeah a, an eight is great a nine is amazing um, but that said yeah don't I, reviews is someone's opinion right and yeah like you you can value one person's opinion over another's and be like oh I, I generally agree with Greg on games yeah 100%. so Greg's back in it I'm going to play it. I'm probably going to like it. That kind of thing. Yeah. Or like, I totally disagree with Greg on most games. So if he's crazy about something, maybe I'm going to shy away. Exactly. And if he's negative on something, maybe I'll give it a second look. That's what I was talking about where for me, you know, being as busy as we are, when review bar goes lift, I like to pop on and look at the scores just because I don't have time to read all the reviews. Yeah. And then it is that thing of like, oh, this per IGN said this, who reviewed it? And yeah. then I start immediately knowing, well, I don't agree with Dan on most games, yeah. but yeah. I agree with this. And this, Yeah, and yeah, but, totally. And that's why I always say it's the best time to be a consumer of games right now because mm-hmm. it is so easy. It's it's just like your old video store back in the day yeah. of like Paul's picks. Yeah. Totally, like, oh man, yeah. Paul's got the same taste yes, as me. So yeah. if he's putting this movie yeah. up, of course I'd yeah, want to And then this. not only do you have them on, you know, giant outlets like IGN, but then you have, you know, things like kind of funny or you could find someone who has 10,000 subscribers yeah. on YouTube, but you, you watch her videos and you're like, oh, I'm like, we're totally on the same page with this. 100%. So I'm going to listen to what she's saying about that. Um, yeah, and it's really, I don't know, it's really interesting to me. Then, so piggybacking, not piggybacking, I guess, answering the second part of the question. Sure. Games that generally scored low that you like. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of a couple that are coming to I mind. I mean, for here. me, it was, uh, you know, my example always was DC, uh, at launch, DC, DC Universe Online, yeah. right? Of like, I was so into that game, and then I think IGN initially gave it a seven. Mm-hmm. Maybe they gave it an, no, they, I think it got re-reviewed and got an eight. I think mm-hmm. it was initially a seven, and I was like, Totally understand. It's broken as fuck, yeah. but God, is it good? Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah like, this so is speaking fun. to the DC fan. And, and it's one course. of those things where it's like, if you don't have the same love of DC as you do, yep. you're not going to feel the same. Exactly, way. exactly. Yeah. And like the Pokemon Go right now, yeah. right? Of all these scores that are, that are super low, but everyone's like, the game's amazing. Yeah, I'm so glad I didn't have to review it because I'm like, yeah, technically this game is broken and shitty, but like, it's one of the most memorable experiences I've ever had exactly. with the game. Felt that way about Datura, uh, yeah, which yeah. you brought up earlier. Yep. I think it was one of the most interesting move games. Uh, that said, sort of weird and broken. Yeah. Um, Papu Yo got some some a wide swath right, of scores, right, right, right. Um, and that was a game that like, yes, it had a ton of problems, but it just hit me emotionally, and so totally worth the ride. Exactly, it hit you right where it needed to go. Yeah, yeah. 
but yeah, you're doing the right thing. I, I, you know, we're lucky enough now to be able to see games at a glance and be like, okay, cool. That looks like it's something I would like. And I like the context and the story of it. So I don't need to get hung up on what it is. And like song of the deep was one of those games of like, I like everything that seems to be happening. And yeah. I got, it. I was like, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm in. And it's coming from like folks like it appeals to you on an aesthetic level. You, you know, insomniac generally makes super rad games. Yep. Yeah. Sunset overdrive. That was a real good game. It was Marty. Yes. Would you like to meet PS? I love this best friend of the week. Ooh, who is it? Uh, this is going to be twisted. Be dead. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, you write in to kind of funny.com slash forums. Go to the PS. I love you. XOXO board and you can put in your PSN name. So you get all sorts of friend requests. You get people to play Ooh. games with. You Ooh. get nice messages. Oh. This one comes from a man named Aaron, but he's not writing in for himself. I like this. Hello, best friends. I'm writing in for my nephew, Patrick. His PSN is twisted. Be dead. Mm-hmm. Just the letter B twisted be dead he is legally blind but does very well by sitting very close to the tv he beat bloodborne before me he has been playing video games since he was three years old he would watch me play super mario brothers 2 and tell me beat it uncle aaron i would say i can i can only get to the last boss until i told him to beat it and he did years later now he loves playing online multiplayer but doesn't have a lot of friends on p on playstation he lost his first playstation account after losing access to the original email address he plays a lot on xbox 360 right now we are playing Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2. He has listened to Beyond and likes it. And likes it. And kind of funny. <laughs> I'm like, all right, great. He's listened to Beyond and likes it. And kind of funny. Although he plays more games than game content. Don't know what the hell that means. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for such a great community. So everybody hit up Twisted Be Dead on PlayStation. That's incredible. This is Patrick. His uncle is Aaron. And he needs friends to play with. Yeah. So go talk and to him. He beat Bloodborne, so he knows what's going on. He knows a lot of real cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, now we're going to go to this week's Forgotten PlayStation game. Uh-oh. This is where somebody nominates a classic. I like this. You get to judge if, if he did all right, all right? Okay. This comes from Chavo Sore. It's like Chavo, Guerrero, yeah, but Sore, Sore, like yeah. Dinosaur. Chavo Guerrero pass away? No, Eddie did. Okay. I don't think Chavo, Chavo's still alive, right? I, I, I wouldn't know. I'm, I'm not up to date on Chavo Vicky's Watch. still alive. I know that. Hey, Marty and Greg. For this week's Forgotten PlayStation game, I wanted to bring up a special little game for anyone seeking grand adventure and storytelling known as Alundra. Oh, I like Alundra. Made by Matrix Software and published by one of my favorite publishers in the PlayStation 1 era, Working Designs, Alundra is a game that any fan of A Link to the Past could find themselves lost in for hours and hours. Mm -hmm. Top-down perspective, dungeons, puzzles, action, spells, and an incredibly dark and twisted story that only gets better as the game goes on. Alundra is a timeless adventure and is absolutely absolutely worth everyone's time. It's available on PSN for download on PSP, PS3, and that gorgeous little beast known as the Vita. Ooh. Keep being awesome, guys. P.S. Stay away from the sequel. They blew that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> they blew really, that shit up with bad design. That was a really good PSA. Um, Shavasaur. Yeah, one of the... I really dug Alundra. One of the things I like most about the PS1 is that, of course, you have the, the top tier of... Uh, well, of all games, but especially of RPGs with uh, stuff like Xenogears and uh, Final Fantasy games, Chrono Cross, yeah. uh, Parasite Eve, Tactics. But then you have this B tier of RPGs that wasn't square wasn't making them, but you sure. know stuff like that. And you have wild arms and, and you have these really incredible games that like I look back and I remember so fondly and I don't yeah. know if I went back and played it. I don't know if I'd still like it, but at the time it totally, but totally, totally, yeah, totally clicked it. Yeah, with yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. PlayStation one was an awesome era for that stuff. Seriously. Yeah. It was also, there was that weird era where it was like the wild west for developers. It was like, fuck it. We can do intelligent cube. We could do vib ribbon and yep. we could do this is worse than putting on a CD. Like yes, the, exactly. the investment's so low. Go yeah. Ahead. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's time for PSN's worst name of the week. Oh, this one is submitted by not the worst PS. This is this is his username, not his worst name. All right. Okay. Jack Nippleson, not his worst PSN name, but now you have an idea of where Jack is. Yeah. He says, hey, guys, 
I was 15 years old when I got my PlayStation 3. As you can imagine, being 15 years old, I was the seediest guy around. I took any chance I could to have a laugh with my friends and be edgy. And what can only be described as one of the single worst moments of my life, 15-year-old me signed up to the PlayStation Network as Bukaki Warrior. Yikes. <laughs> yes, you heard that correctly. I was running around playing online games for about two years before that name was reported, and I was told I needed to contact PlayStation. I called them up to see what happened and to console me. The woman on the other end of the phone said that it wasn't even the worst name she'd heard that day. Apparently, earlier that day, someone with the name Auschwitz Quickscope called up for the same reason i am thankful that at this time i did not care about trophies and that i have now moved on to greater names but the name still haunts me love you guys jack nipleson (laughs) (laughs) well that was a journey jack that was incredible i feel comes to the conclusion of maybe still not the best choices in names jack nipleson i really love the idea you mentioned journey of like you get that moment at the end of journey where it's like these are the the travelers you met along the way and it's bukaki Bukaki warrior Warrior. and auschwitz quickscope or whatever we had all these amazing moments together and we're chirping trying to get up this thing and like oh man and then you get there like bukaki warrior that's how it was remember you can get your Hor- your personal bad PSN name read by going to kindoffunny.com slash forums and putting it in there. That's really just funny. like Jack Nipleson did. What Mar- that's his actual name? And then you I'm were just mocking it, it yeah. over and over again. What a, what a poor... I come from the Virginia Nipplesons. <laughs> <laughs> we're a respectable family. We own a taffy factory. <laughs> Marty. Yes. PSN's worst name of the week was brought to you by Loot Crate. Ooh. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box service for epic geek and gamer items and pop culture gear. For less than $20 a month, you get four to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and more. Make sure you head to lootcrate.com slash PS and enter the code PS to save $3 on a new subscription. Loot Crate is more than just a subscription service. It's an entire community of fans that share their experience and interact with each other around the unboxing of each month's crate. And they guarantee more than $40 in value in every crate. Sometimes it's a lot more. Every month there's a different theme and all the themes and items are curated around that theme. I added a theme in that sentence. Can you guess where I put it in? Good luck. I think I nailed it perfectly hit it in there. No one will know. Previous crates have included items from franchises like Star Wars, Marvel, The Walking Dead, The Legend of Zelda, and many more. From bad guys doing good things for the wrong reason to good guys with questionable tactics. August is the perfect time to explore the anti-hero. Anti-hero. Oh, anti-hero. Anti-hero. Season Squad. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I guess why is it around, right? Uh, walk the hero villain line with this 100% exclusive collection of items from DC Comics, Archer, Dark Horse, and Kill Bill that includes two great collectibles, a wearable, and of course, our monthly tea. Don't forget the pin. Remember, you only have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate, and when the cutoff happens, Jackie T, that's it. It's over. So go to lootcrate.com slash PS and enter the code PS to save $3 on your new subscription today. You said Archer for a second. I thought you said Archie. And I was like, I don't think those are anti-heroes. Archie the anti-hero. Yes. <laughs> him and Jughead. Yeah. Him and- up to no good. Yeah. I mean, I, we're being honest about anti-heroes. Yeah. I feel like Archie just plays Betty and Veronica against them each, each other the whole time. Yeah. Like, honestly. I mean, it's, don't get me wrong. There's like a thing there, but it's like, just pick one. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? But yeah. I do appreciate that the Archie series has like the, they, have the, they had the ongoing thing where he was dead. Yeah. They had the ongoing thing where he was one reality where he was with Betty. Yep. One where he's with, he was Veronica. with Veronica. Yeah. I mean, that's a fascinating thing. They do. Yeah. The Archie verse is uh, deeper than most people think. I know. It's hard to believe. Yeah. I'm excited for this loot crate for the Suicide Squad stuff. Anytime yeah. they put DC stuff in there, I'm excited You're to see excited. what it's going to be. Yeah. I wonder what it'll be. Killer Croc scale. Just like you know, what, like I, you know what? I I subscribe to Loot Crate Pets, mm-hmm. and I get a box for Porty. I really hope there's some good Suicide Squad stuff in there. Ooh, oh, because they cute. send T-shirts. They send you a T-shirt, and they send the dog a T-shirt, and they matching cute. T-shirts. I like that. Oh, it's really cute. I like that. Porty's a good dog. Good Ladies dog. and gentlemen, 
Thank you so much for watching this episode of PSI Love You XOXO. Remember, Peace, I love you, XOXO, is kindoffunny.com's PlayStation podcast. So go to kindoffunny.com, subscribe to the other YouTube channels, go there, you leave the comments, you share it with your friends, you watch love and sex stuff, you follow us all on Twitter, you go to the Instagrams, you go to the Facebooks, you do all that stuff. Remember that Marty Sleeve is the best beard in the business, and he's from IGN.com, so make sure you support Podcast Beyond. Yeah. And Podcast Unfiltered. Unlocked. And uh, what uh, you're so, on every show. Yeah, I'm on Game Scoop a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah Does Damon ever talk about me? Uh, we miss you, yeah. And Damon doesn't fucking miss me. I'm goddamn worried about it. You still do a podcast with him once a month. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, PS I love you XOXO posts every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Rain or shine until I fuck that up and it's going to happen one day. Look at my Twitter when you figure out why it's not there. Uh, so subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, leave reviews. Do all that jazz. Uh, it goes up on YouTube.com slash kind of funny games, of course, as well. Every episode of PS I love you XOXO ends in a song and a segment. We call singing a shoe. Hey, this is where one of you talented motherfuckers go to kindoffunny.com slash PSM. The M is for music and it gives me a song. I need an MP3 download and I need a YouTube video. I play the MP3 at the end of our MP3 and I link annotate. They call it to your YouTube video at the end of our YouTube yeah. video. This one comes from Jared. Jared says, hey, Greg, I'm the guy who gave everyone a kind of funny singing signing no let me do it again i'm the guy who gave everyone at kind of funny signing at rtx the ep slash t-shirt that i made you told me to email you here to get it on psi love you and after finally having a bit of downtime after getting back from my texas trip i'm doing just that i don't really have a preference on what song you use and so i chose hotel john marshall don't do that Uh, don't make me pick i hate it when you make me pick so just send just tell me what song here's his write-up on the project I started, now here's the problem I'm having right now, Jared. You didn't even mention what, this is, you want to go to facebook.com slash goodtalkrva. That's goodtalkrva. I believe the band is called goodtalkrva. Just a heads up. Yeah. It's band camp, is it goodtalk.rva? Jared continues. I started this band during my sophomore year of college in 2014 with a few friends of mine. We ended up writing one of the songs on this EP, but then sort of fizzled out after we played a couple of shows since we all got busy balancing jobs in school. The band sat on the back burner for all of us, but I always wanted to give the one song we wrote some sort of final release. After discovering Beyond and eventually hearing you guys leaving IGN to create Kind of Funny, I was inspired and decided I would flesh out these songs. It took a while, but after some further convincing from my friends, the EP was finally recorded this year. I wrote, sang, and played everything besides the drum on these four songs and recorded everything in my friend's bedroom down in Richmond. 15 minutes a good time. Ooh. Now that I'm graduated and soon moving to Texas, I'm not sure what else is in store for this project, but I'm always writing songs and who knows what could be next. Hopefully you guys and the listeners of PS I love you XOXO can find something to enjoy from these four songs. So again, this is Jared. Good talk RVA. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play the song Hotel John Marshall. Hotel mm-hmm. John Marshall. And you can go to the links anywhere around here to f- hear the rest of it. Who do you think John Marshall is? Sarah Marshall's grandfather. Oh. And he had a hotel. Sure. And that was the hotel in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Right. The, the Hawaiian, one in Hawaii. The Hawaiian Resort. Right, 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 right. Fascinating. With Mila Kunis. Yeah. She was, she's an adorable lady, isn't she? Yeah. I like she her in everything great. she's in. She I didn't watch great. that one where she had magic powers and Channing Tatum had a ponytail. But I oh, yeah. everything else. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was the Wachowski movie, right? Yeah. 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 Do you want to know something funny about Mila Kunis? Mm-hmm. Is that she gets together with the Ashton Kutcher guy, right? Yeah. I totally had fucking forgot that they spent like a decade on the yeah, same, on the TV same show? show. You're like, how yeah. did they meet each other? I was like, like oh, oh they that's really cool. That's celebrities. They're like, oh, wait, they made <laughs> out for 10 years on the fucking goddamn <laughs> that 70s show. I'm like, huh, I'm dumb. Yeah. But you know who isn't? Jared. Here that's it is. Good. good talk. RVA. Hotel John Marshall. <laughs> Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.
Just like you 